0: That game keeps getting kicked. <laughs> going live. What is up, ladies and gentlemen of YouTube? Welcome to the Technomics Podcast. It is I, Paul, from Not an Apple Fan, as always, joined by my co Chris from the Good Old Gamer YouTube channel, and Celso, special guest from the Cortex channel. What is up, guys? How's everything going? How's everyone today? and
1: that's why you gotta say who you want to to address oh oh sorry um <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm doing pretty well we had pretty crappy weather out this morning uh but it's warm so it's like one of those like springtime it's like mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of rainy kind of dreary but at least it's not cold type days so i'm doing pretty good
2: yeah yeah i'm good also thanks for having me and you butchered my name on Twitter, you called me Clezo. No,
0: I didn't butcher Aww. your name on Twitter. I had a dyslexic moment where you where I out your name and then didn't cop that I misspelt it. And I didn't even see you say it in our in our group chat. And I wrote underneath, let me edit my tweets and wrote your name correctly underneath because I I literally know how to spell your name i've wrote about a million times (laughs) uh yeah i just had a dyslexic moment and please let me edit elon please buy twitter and please let people edit their tweets for crying out loud it's been too long
1: i was gonna say you want to start with that that's kind of a little bit off topic but uh it's kind of relevant um yeah i mean uh, what are your guys
0: thoughts on that whole situation what's your thoughts on itself or do you have any thoughts
2: um, I mean, it's got to be cool when you're so rich that if there's something you don't like, you just buy the thing and then you just change it. Yeah. It's got to be nice. And but to be honest, I don't know. I, I don't have... I use Twitter for like, um, as a news aggregator. I don't really post pictures of hamburgers i eat it's just something to aggregate news and in fact i block people even people i know i just block them if they start to post things outside of the of the scope that i'm interested in because otherwise i'll just get lost and waste a ton of time on there yeah but i do know that there's this side of twitter which is like you know a massive uh shit show of political discussions and people getting blocked if they say certain things and all that maybe his you know intervention might be good for that i don't know i don't have a strong opinion
0: well i think it's like it's (laughs) it's an opinion sharing website of news that's what it is it's a news website it was designed first i think to do text messages basically like a cool way of doing text messages but then like that didn't work and they decided that news was what was really driving it because some big event happened and, like, people knew about it on Twitter before they knew about it on anything else. So, like, it's a news thing and then you go around blocking half the people that you don't really agree with their opinion, then you're not really getting the full story because I always say there's my side and your side and what actually happened, right? And and, and if, you, if you only listen to one side, you never get it. And if he's willing to go, do you know what, everyone... I, I, this is what people are are like in there going like he's gonna allow free speech again i don't know whether he's going to he's never once said truly that he's going to do that um but what i loved was like he was like i'm my best and final offer 58 billion or 48 billion for twitter and um you know get back to me by the end of the day or, <laughs> or i'm gonna or i'm gonna withdraw all of my I, I don't feel like you're looking after me as a shareholder so i'm gonna sell all of my shares it's like yeah a you" yeah. moment right it was like a brilliant
1: yeah that that's why i agree with celso uh but i do want to address gareth it is live this isn't a simulation uh mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just so people know we we are legit live um and then uh mark gallant had a really good thing that i want to bring up next but yeah no i'm with celso it's just really cool that somebody out there uh has enough money that's like well do this no okay I'm gonna buy you and then make you do it. And then everybody loses their mind. It's like, that's that's how things work. Uh, maybe you didn't know this, but there's people out there that have access to trillions of dollars of capital. Uh, you just don't hear about it as often. So like when we talk about these big mega companies literally being able to do whatever they want, Elon's just a very public version of that on a very small scale. As far as Twitter goes, I don't really care because I don't use it, but. I, I do like the situation, and I do like somebody saying, I want to fix a thing. Yeah. And then actually, to be honest,
2: like, to be honest I, I don't really like the whole cult of rich people. And uh, Elon epitomizes that because oh, yes. he farts and uh, Tesla stock goes up or down, or he says something about Dogecoin and that explodes. And I, I don't like that aspect of it. The amount as far of power as, he has. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and the way people treat his his money and his influence, I don't think that's healthy in any way. As far as Twitter, one thing that would be cool was, you know, as Paul was mentioning, it would be cool if you could choose what sort of algorithm you want for it, because as is, it's always going to be um, a confirmation bias type of thing. You're only going to see news that you agree with. You're only going to uh, reach people and talk to people who are sort of in the same um, frequency that you are in. Yeah, Yeah, the same mindset. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think that's healthy. And if you could just choose what sort of algorithm you want, I think that would be cool.
0: Well, like, yeah, yeah.
1: but there's no, I mean, if you think of it this way, uh, you know, no default algorithm on the planet is going to go, you keep disliking these videos. I'm going to keep showing them to you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if you went ahead and said, I want 50, 50, whether I like them or not. Yeah, I I agree. That'd be good.
0: Yeah. Shane Hughes, thank you for the 499. Twitter cannot be fixed. It's It's just a cesspit. I 100% agree. I love the cesspit that it is. I like rolling around in the mud sometimes. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's just the type of person I am. I can't help that. I like trolling people. I, I I get a little bit of a kick out of it. Um, like some of my some of my best tweets have been like just bullshit, right? Like <laughs> it's just it's just funny to watch people react to stupid stuff that makes absolutely no sense. Like I tweeted "fuck you, Nvidia," and I got like a million likes. <laughs> why does fuck you nvidia get like a million likes but like i post a video that i think really should maybe like stick it to nvidia and it gets like 10 likes and that's it right but yeah fuck you nvidia gets likes. it's ridiculous uh, well
1: it's like what we've been talking about it's the echo chamber but it's a bigger echo chamber
0: Um, yeah, yeah, true story. Um, yannis, I like I like his question. Paul question from you watching your video do you think NVIDIA will artificially limit for forty series supply in response to the flood in the used market? Um uh, yes and no. Like last time they delayed their twenty series launch, uh, because they had too many Pascal cards. That's the reality of what happened there. But they can't delay them this time around because um you know amd will launch something so they have to launch and they have to have a good launch um but what i think they will do and me and chris have touched on this before is maybe delay the lower end stuff so you won't have a direct replacement for the stuff that's already out in the market right and i think amd might do the same
1: i agree i mean it's basically what they did this gen you get the high high-end stuff and then they
0: stretch out the low-end stuff mm-hmm. what do you think Celsa?
2: Um, I'm not sure what their strategy is but um, it's always a bit dangerous to try and get correlations from history of what a company has done Mm -hmm. but you know there's not much else we can go on I would guess they will I don't know I think they will have uh, they will go hard on it I think they'll have a ton of supply at launch and just ignore everything that that has happened with mining and all that and i think they're just going to go with that because of mostly because of shareholder pressure
0: mm, yeah yeah it's true we always forget about the shareholders in this equation right but um oh, if, i mean it's it's always more money more money more money i yeah. mean that's always the answer <laughs> yeah if you if you don't know what my video is about today because you probably didn't watch it um it was about um in, in the Nvidia's new marketing thing that they have now. Like it's restocked and reloaded. Did you see that, Celso? Yes, it's yeah, it's
1: finally safe, my yeah. Pascal friends. Yeah,
0: and <laughs> and it was like you know they did this the last time as well when Pascal um when they overbought Pascal they overbought Pascal by a lot, and um I think it was Gigabyte, but I can't remember which I B it was, and I scoured the internet today, I couldn't find the one but i found a uh, gamers nexus talking about it but um uh when when the when the pascal when the kind of ma- last mining boom was ending uh one of the big aibs returned 150,000 units or 250,000 units or something to nvidia and then a week later nvidia had found gpus to sell uh and and they were selling them at msrp and everyone, and i think the big narrative there was uh, well if, if they're not selling maybe they should be below msrp and i was like uh that's basically what's happened here is nvidia knows that we've turned the corner in supply they're they're looking they've got the figures they know what ship they know where their orders are coming from they know what the shipments are like and they know how much inventory they have and they're like uh, we got to try and do a big drive to keep keep the the taps on right and if the taps turn off uh nvidia going to have a bad day with their shareholders again like they did the last time i remember it was like class action lawsuits and all threatened the last time
1: yeah the difference is <clears throat> nvidia's floor is, is pretty good it's about it's still about 20 30 percent above msrp any gpu that hits like uh rtx 3060 if if it hits 399 it's gone instantly mm-hmm. so i mean they're, they're still doing all right um let's get to some of these supers preston morton thank you for the two he says f the billionaires uh buying influence it's wrong i think we all agree on that one <laughs> Uh, and then Denver, thank you for the five spot. He says uh, delay the low end stuff. Nvidia still haven't launched Ampere low end after two years. I mean, I guess the I would say the thirty fifty is low end. Well, it is. The problem is it's
0: still one hundred fifty bucks, which is not a low end price.
1: So, uh, well, the, the, it is now. Uh, mm. There, there is really not going to be a sub one hundred dollar market unless Intel makes it a thing. But I don't see AMD nor Nvidia making sub two hundred dollar. GPUs
2: anymore yeah yeah I think it makes some sense for Nvidia to kind of follow the same uh, philosophy as Apple so you've got the 30 series hanging hanging around for a while while they release the 40 series or as some people have been saying the 5000 series um, at the very high end so above everything they have right now and the stuff that they have right now just is the new low end and mid-range you know kind of like what mm-hmm. apple does with their phones i yeah. think that makes some sense
0: yeah no that makes some sense the problem is the problem is i don't think nvidia will get away with doing the same thing that apple does where they knock a 100 bucks off or 150 bucks off and that's the new uh entry-level phone you know it's it, that doesn't work when when you've got this big sort of Damocles hanging over your head, which is maybe miners might offload their GPUs. Um, And if they do that, well, then <laughs> NVIDIA is bound. The sales dry up. We get... Do you, I remember the same about two... I, I was just going back on old articles from this period of last time. And I know it's dangerous to use history, but it's the only only thing we have. And it was like, you know, 20 series sales are poor... 20 series sales aren't doing very well jensen's in trouble because he lied about supply chain or some stuff and um, you know all this kind of just different rumors on on how how bad the shipments were doing and how bad in, uh, inventory levels were for nvidia and that was that was uh pascal selling i think pascal topped out at 15 million units per quarter Um ampere's overtaken Pascal in, in shipments per quarter. So Ampere sold a lot more than fifteen million per quarter near the near the end of this mining boom. So that's a big concern for NVIDIA to address, I think.
2: No, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure I agree with that. I think maybe that's the case, but it's a different uh landscape now. First of all, I think mining is going to continue to be a thing. I don't think it's gonna crash like it did that time. And uh, what happened then was uh, concerning Nvidia being in trouble, and Jensen specifically was Stacy uh, Raskin from Bernstein asked him, you know, why are you guys selling so much, so many GPUs during the mining boom? And Jensen was like, oh, it's because of Fortnite and PUBG.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, I remember and, that.
2: And then later on, when I mean, whole, that was part true though. Mm, I don't know. Then later on, when the whole thing came crashing, and they asked him, "So, what's up with that PUBG and and Fortnite thing?" And it was like, "Oh, we have no idea. We we don't, you know, we have no idea what happens with our supply chain. We can't control it. Even though he had said previously <laughs> that they were masters the of the supply, the supply chain. Yeah. So that, that lawsuit is still ongoing. These things." take forever to i I don't know if anything will happen to to jensen i don't think so but anyway the the whole environment is a bit different now so i think they i don't know i think they might go with that strategy strategy I i was talking about of keeping some things around i don't think they're too worried about the secondhand market being flooded and even if it is i think we've entered this phase of people just buying anything that's new, if the performance jump is significant, which wasn't exactly the case with, um, what Turing. was it? With Turing, you know? I don't think the the incentive was that, and I think it, it is going to be there with the new generation, if, yeah. if that makes sense.
1: I, I, I'm kind of on the same page with Celso over there. <clears throat> Nvidia has two options, and option one is to keep selling Ampere. If that is no longer an option, what they will do is they'll just release, you know, the 4070, the 4060, 4060 Ti, 4050. They'll, they'll just release those, which will be significantly faster. And they'll just launch them somewhere close to the same price point as their Ampere counterparts. Basically, they're going to eliminate Ampere as being a viable product because of how much faster next generation is going to be. They, they could literally have a 4060 come out and be as fast as a 4080, and they could sell it for $300. So... Uh, I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of people... Not a lot of people are going to sell their 3080s for $300. Just not going to happen. So, and even if they do, they'll put more VRAM on it. It'll be 12 versus, you know, 10. So, mm-hmm. NVIDIA could easily just nullify. Even if there's a trillion Ampere cards that just hit the market, they could be like, whatever, nobody's going to want this. We'll just release these things at attractive prices and then they'll be correct yeah
0: just gonna get to some of these super chats i776 thank you for the 10 round man uh have you seen the rx 6400 and 6300 use i haven't mate. um i think it's a low profile shit card as far as i know but um i isn't it like the same specs as like the 6800 u gpu as far as I know on that one, uh, RT gaming. Thank you for the four I'd like to buy Paul's influence to read this message. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck of a wood? Woodchuck could chuck wood. There you go. Um, and Denver. Thank you for the five at red gaming. At, sorry. At RT gaming. I'm nearly said uh, gaming pre emptied my techonomics question with that super. What well, preempt, what? preempted? Preempted. My my oh, sorry. Preempted my dyslexia. Um, preempted my question so, so,
1: so denver was gonna ask the same thing yeah so i'll do it again <laughs> for you
0: how much wood could have wood chuck there you go denver there you go,
1: there you go denver <laughs> uh so i, I did want to bring this up because mark gallant had uh he, he brought this up uh earlier but uh i thought this was interesting he said i was super disappointed when moore's law is dead's recent guest uh games dev literally remove amd optim optimizations from game engines uh in my opinion that's checkmate um i obviously did not see this but if game developers are openly admitting that they remove amd optimizations i wouldn't be too terribly surprised
0: what's been said to me on that in the past from a couple of game developers i know is that uh unified memory versus uh memory on the gpu means that you have to rechain rejig the way it works from console to get so i don't think it's specifically removing optimization more that it's you have to reoptimize again for pc right so um that console optimizations it's, don't is transfer. different they don't transfer because of the unified memory versus the memory on the on, that's what i got a text we were literally live we yeah, we got pressed and in that that was texted to me so yeah, I I don't know whether that's true or not, but that's that's from one guy. So, uh yeah, it's interesting. Any thoughts there, Salsa?
2: Um I mean, AMD has such a low presence in the discrete PC market that it makes sense uh for that to be the case, but I I don't know what sort of developer it was. I think a, a developer at a major studio wouldn't say that. Because yeah. I th- I know they work. Yeah, I don't know what which AMP. one this
0: one is, and that's committing suicide to say that in specific. In, like he would have gotten in trouble for saying that. I'd say <laughs> if he just said that. Mm. Yeah. So I mean,
1: it depends on the size of the dev. If it's in a, an indie dev, I mean, what do they care? You know. Yeah. Once, once again, a, a, like Celso said, the AMD market share, and this is what you and I have been harping on. It's like it, the fact that it keeps going down is very bad because it's getting to the point of irrelevancy, meaning. There, there is no real reason to optimize for AMD mm. hardware outside of the consoles. Let's be real mm. about this. There's so. some
2: good news there because from what I've been hearing, Intel is cozying up to AMD really hard as far as uh, using AMD technologies going forward. Mm. So they they seem to be banding together to try and, and and get the the developer community to adopt their technologies, you know, things like, fsr etc and and that's i think that's the right way to go because the onus is on amd to change things
0: yeah they have to change things i think they're changing things with the way they're going to architect their next gpu like i've heard lunacy stuff so stuff i haven't even talked about like mad crazy pie in the sky mental stuff and um I've said it before AMD needs to bring a GPU that is uh, that beats Nvidia at almost everything it does never give reviewers an excuse to say that I use Nvidia because of x y and z and one of the ones one of those key ones is CUDA another one is the Adobe suite Another one is or, uh, Ray Tracing and DLSS and you know they're they're addressing some of those with, with FSR and you know uh, they're, they're talking about they're going to do something about CUDA. I've heard them rumblings about that before but I don't know what they're going to do about that um, and they need to cozy up with Adobe but sure Intel has those partnerships so maybe Intel will help them with that one. But uh, they also need to have the fastest GPU in the world and it needs to be cheaper than what Nvidia has. That's the reality of what Nvidia, what AMD needs to do to break Nvidia's stranglehold on the GPU market—they need to be in shrouds PC, right? They need to be in these big streamers PCs, um, and that's the only way they're gonna really get to the to the like sixteen-year-olds of this world. Well, oh, I mean,
1: there, there's many ways to the holy grail. We've talked about it many times. I mean, having the best is one way. Um, having the best value is another way. Ideally, you have the cheapest GPU in the world. You have the fastest GPU in the world, and you have the best value GPU in the mm-hmm. world. That's a good position to be. Um, the other way that they could go, and this is what I've recommended, is they need to start buying YouTubers. They need to just start buying them. Yeah. Hey, we'll pay you two hundred thousand a year. And send you every product that we have. We'll send you our competitor product, and basically, they need to buy shell channels and they also this was one from kyle bennett he suggests that they buy an aib essentially they need an evga we all kind of look at sapphire or maybe power, power colors clear. like that but they need to have 100 percent control over them basically nvidia tells evga to jump evga jumps um and they need so like if all the aibs are taking the piss on msrp You go, hey, Sapphire, nope, you sell it as an MSRP. And you know, if they own controlling shares of that company, guess what? That's what it's going to be. And then everybody else will be forced down in price as all the allocation goes to them. And this is basically the way that Nvidia runs things. They need to do what Nvidia does to beat them on that front. So they need to do all those things if they want to gain significant market share, but they have to do one or the other to start moving in the right direction. And as far as I can tell, they're doing neither
0: i was laughing at uh i don't know whether you've seen you probably don't didn't watch it but uh uh, jay's two cents he did (laughs) he did he reviewed the 3090 ti and previous to this he'd been shitting on the 3090 ti he'd been shitting on nvidia's behavior he'd been saying bad things about nvidia and then he gets the review sample and it's an evga review sample of the 3090 ti and he just said it's the fastest. So fast that we need to relook at the way we're testing benchmarks, because it doesn't seem to be that much faster because of the benchmarks we're using. Maybe we need to do different benchmarks. And I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What a change. Well, <laughs> yeah, Jay,
2: from what I know, Jay started as an EVGA mm-hmm. uh, channel. You know, He was promoting and being sponsored by EVGA. Yeah. So mm-hmm. They seem to have a relationship there. But regardless, I, I completely agree with Chris, but I think one thing AMD, one very rare moment of AMD um, brilliancy was with Ryzen. The whole transition from the FX CPUs to Ryzen was excellent. And mm-hmm. I think the reason for that was a combination of great marketing, creating hype around the product, and delivering over that, yes, they're in a position where they have to do that with GPUs as well. They have to invest heavily in marketing, and that means not just. I think they have like five hundred million right now allocated for marketing each year, which sounds like a lot. But you need the right people mm-hmm. to to get the Correct. the right messages. And i I with I work with them, and they're really nice on a personal level. But I I think they need to add something there. And uh, something a bit more aggressive, and um, and there needs to be a synergy between delivering a product that's hyped and going over what they promised, and having a really good uh, marketing message behind it from the name, the looks of it, the you know the logo, everything about it has to be excellent to the point where even if they don't pay you know a huge influence to promote their product it's going to be so good that people are just going to feel compelled to cover it like they did with ryzen mm-hmm. you know no one expected ryzen to be that good you know so you know more cores and uh, a really good platform and all that so they have to learn from that experience i think
0: yeah i just want to say boys we've 153 people watching can we get a pumping out the stock there hit the like button Hey, you know we did get Celso on for you boys, so if you get a few likes in return for that, it would be great. Uh, get more people. Oh, in Oh, by the way, sorry, sorry go. to interrupt. By go the ahead. way,
2: uh, Janos is saying that they need a unique feature, and that that's spot on. Um, I covered one thing that I think they they're going to be bringing <laughs> with the GPUs. I think people got there a bit confused with CPUs and GPUs, and this is a GPU specific uh feature which is an uh machine learning accelerator and that might not sound like a lot but people need to pay close attention to what's happening in that field when it comes to software both in games and productivity i think this might be a killer feature from amd that's a sleeper
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i remember that video that was that was really good um Johnny Boy was saying that he uh, I want to read through this one. He said, I disagree. AMD selling GPUs like hotcakes. Then why are they below MSRP? Uh, Maybe they simply need to produce more. Well, that part's true and they should have done it before. But anyways, uh, but their stuff is selling. Plus, uh, unless DLSS expands to other cards, it's done. Well, I agree with that as well. But if they were selling like hotcakes, they would not be priced lower than Nvidia, plain and simple. Um sixty six hundreds are around three hundred dollars and thirty, sixties if they get anywhere near four hundred dollars, sell out. And yeah. the performance is identical between these two. Yeah. So that just that just says they're not selling anywhere near as well as NVIDIA. So they're not selling
0: that good. And and just to add on that, um AMD made four million it makes four million GPU units a quarter. Um the NVIDIA makes five times that. <laughs> Uh, it's not even close uh, to, to say that AMD is selling GPUs like hotcakes hot every time we look at their market share it's fallen. so uh, how are they selling GPUs like hotcakes what they are selling is they're selling GPUs at higher ASPs right that's what they're selling like hotcakes they're selling GPUs mm. hot, so what they've done essentially is go uh, we're going to give up selling lots of GPUs and we're going to transition to selling less GPUs for more money which means that we can report to our shareholders that we made more money, but that only works for a while until you're no longer even considered in the market anymore. Then you just you don't have a product. What was
1: our last reading? They're about 15%. I consider that
0: irrelevant 16.4% of the market.
1: Uh, whatever. I mean that that's nearing irrelevancy. If you hit 10, you don't matter at all. Like literally you just don't exist. Um let me just hit these uh well Celso already got there, but I want to say thanks uh, to Tech Max Power. Thank you for the one pound it. Uh, and then Preston Morton, he said, Dr. Forbin thinks uh, Celso is brilliant, and I'm a patron. Oh,
0: oh, and
1: Celso, Celso did the thank you hands.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I, 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 Celso did pull me up about this earlier on. It's CEL, not SEL. <laughs> 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 so he likes his name. I used stuff, to. Right? When
2: I lived in the UK, I used to get. My name is pronounced Celso which is a very weird, weird uh, pronunciation, but when I lived in the UK, I used to get letters in the mail addressed to such funny names, like <laughs> what, once I got one for Sepso Sockies. <laughs> which
0: is not even close. That's Mrs. Shenandler Bong stuff, right? Um, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I, have a bro- I have a brother-in-law and he's he's from Africa and he, his, his name is uh, Corne, right? And uh the the post for for ages they hadn't got a we have air codes and he hadn't got an air code yet so the uh one of the one of the dpd delivery guys is 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 african he's from nigeria and he arrives at the door and he goes he goes corney and his second name is my wife's my wife's surname is Purcell he's like because he just changed his name when he got married because it just made more sense right because going with his other name is too hard so he goes corne personal and then he looks at me, and he's like, "Why do you have an African first name?" Like you could tell in his head, and and like and, and and instead of explaining, I just went, "Yep," and I dug the and he and he's just like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just look at this. you're ginger, you're Irish, and you've got an African first name. What the fuck's going on here?" <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: hey, I, I mean. We got people here that got some strange names, so yeah, yeah why not? Um, Cole, thank you for the five spot. He said, uh, "Radeon can only be so aggressive in marketing." Well, it's also just said their marketing budget is very limited. That is correct. Uh, what would be what would the message be? Uh, it's not price, feature parity, or sales volume. Hard job for marketers. Well, that's why personally, like. Like I said, Kyle Bennett kind of hit the nail on the head. They need to basically own an AIB. And and like I said, if prices get out of hand because AIBs are going crazy, well, all your supply goes to the AIB that you own. You just need to mm-hmm. own 51% of the company. You don't need to own the whole damn thing. Um, and then, you know, YouTubers are cheap, man. Like I said, you, you can build up a channel, basically, if you find somebody who's good. Like, just, let's just use Paul for an example. Or Celso, you know, if they're like, hey, we really like the way, like Celso's an even better example because he's already doing AMD reviews. Hey, we really like the way you do our stuff, this and that. All right, well, let's say we give you five, 10,000 a month, okay? That's, that's a lot for you, right, Celso? You'd be like, okay, I'm listening, right? Uh, and then if they're like, okay, we want you to just do videos comparing these things and you know, be honest about it. We'll give you all the stuff you need to do it, but do this comparing this, use these games. Would you not do that? Um, as long as you're allowed to give your honest opinion about it under those constraints. I think there's tons of people out there who'd be like, hell yeah, that's a stable paycheck. I don't have to worry about Patreon. I don't have to worry about all this other stuff. I get all the stuff that I need. I get all the free game codes, all the hardware and basically it's just a job at that point. And what AMD then needs to do is funnel people to them, tweet their stuff out all over the place, use AMD's influence to build the channel, then the channel builds AMD, much like what we were saying about EVGA, building up Jay's two cents to where it is. So you have three or four channels like that, those are like your Tim the Toolman's pitching uh, Binford Tools, and uh, there you go. You could do that with 500 million, easy. Um, I'd say probably one tenth of that would be more than enough to handle
2: that. I've seen on, on Twitter, uh, frequently the AMD accounts retweeting, uh, publications from Twitch streamers. And they're the sort of Twitch streamers that's, that are like, you know, those, uh, influences really like girls in skimpy clothes and things like that and that's one strategy people like that (laughs) yeah people like that and that's one strategy i mean there's several ways to skin a cat they seem to be testing the waters i would advise anyone who who's curious about this to read a book called propaganda (laughs) it's a very straightforward title by edward bernays yeah and There's a lot you can learn from that. that At the end of the day, you have to decide whether you want to follow the immoral route that most of these companies follow, like NVIDIA, uh, which shields programs and things like that, or if you want to differentiate yourself in some other way. And I don't think you have to be immoral to get attention and We could argue on whether, you know, paying a channel to promote their stuff is moral or immoral, but I just think that their message is inconsistent Mm -hmm. with what people expect and what would entice people to buy their products. I think they're focusing on the wrong things. I think that's the main issue here. Mm -hmm. I don't have an, an answer on how to do it perfectly, but I think they need to be more in tune with what people actually want. You know what are people passionate about? And Nvidia does that really really well because well, they've they understand that there's sort of um, an obsession that people have with new new shiny things that mm-hmm. are appealing that you want to have. You don't even know why you want to have that you just want it mm-hmm. and Nvidia understands that really really well and they they have that message down to a T when they promote a product saying you know this can do 8K it can't do 8K but it doesn't matter you know because that's what people want mm-hmm. people want something that transcends you know the things that they have and for all sorts of reasons they they feel compelled to get it and I don't think AMD understands that
1: well, the 6000 series and Zen 3 really basically killed any marketing momentum that they had because AMD was always that value buy. You know, Bryzen was successful because it was you get a lot for your money. It, yeah, it's not the best in the world, but you got a lot for your money. Same thing with Polaris. Even Vega was pretty damn good for the money, except for mining. Um, RDNA 1 was the first kind of testing the waters of that, and they but they were still, you know the value option and then they just said we're not doing that anymore so basically the marketing strategy that ati and radeon have been doing basically forever um they just said we're not doing that anymore and they didn't have anything to replace it with mm-hmm. that's that's the big thing yeah. i think
0: i just want to get to a couple of these super chats and then i'll give my yeah. take on that but i also want to talk to uh pants cranks who said subscribing to you guys as long as i don't hear paul knocking other influencer s heard he hates hub peeps um i'm really good friends with steve i don't like don't know tim at all but like i'm I'd, I'd like to know tim i have nothing against home peeps i don't know where that came from mate. yeah that's
1: uh, strange yeah steve steve was on here like a month or two yeah, ago. he wouldn't come on here if i didn't like him <laughs> I
0: mean, me, and, me and me and steve have had disagreements before but we've never had an argument um same way like Solve doesn't agree with me on a lot of things but we agree on other things and, and chris doesn't agree with me on a lot of things but we agree on other things it's cool we don't have to have a row about it um <laughs> yeah. uh, preston thank you for the two uh Celso forbin have bows to your brilliance your brilliant takes and videos and then uh john collins thank you for the uh 999 um uh nvidia marketing is better uh conceptually, conceptually. not just uh budget wise nvidia has bite-sized marketing ter- terminology that is catchy and easy to remember jensen yeah 100 uh jensen has uh steve jobs like marketing talent i agree as well that guy's a genius um and then uh cole thank you for the five by the way i'm only here because i heard Cell is leading us uh, in a sea shanty later i can't sing today man i've got my w- my wife's um my wife's uh she's going on a hen party tomorrow so i have to get some sleep otherwise i'll be up till one o'clock and that that just won't do so uh i have to get some sleep tonight but we will do the after hours we'll do an impromptu prompt. one yeah, yeah. here in a few oh, yeah, days yeah, We'll and, and you'll, you'll be privy to the sea shanty singing um, <laughs> we had a we had a hundred uh dollar goal on the last one we got there so now we have to sing in the after hours that was the deal Celso, in case you weren't uh here I see. yeah uh, i don't know any
2: ec shanties yeah well even you, though i was so go ahead yeah even though i was in the navy actually <laughs> <laughs> um what
0: was I gonna say i um we can do uh, it's a pirate's life for me
1: i mean yeah. everybody knows that one
0: <laughs> uh, I do want to touch on uh something that you guys have been saying and I always I always harp on this and it, it you know are you a fan of the smartphone market at all Celso?
2: Not really to be yeah. honest to, to me it's like the if the $300 phone does the same things that the uh, $1000 phone I don't understand why people get to yes. the $1000 phone.
0: Yeah. Well this is this is my argument right um and but if you look at what, let's say, for instance, a OnePlus or a Huawei did, and um, because they were nowhere in the market, what they did is they can't, kept... and this is the same thing that AMD did, right? With the Ryzen chips is number one, they gave it to everyone, right? They gave a review, review sample to everyone, like literally people with 20,000 subscribers. If I'd have had my channel back then, I would have got a Ryzen sample, right? They gave them yeah, to no, everyone.
1: I'm really surprised I didn't get yeah. one, to be, to be it, honest. Yeah,
0: they gave them to everyone. They gave motherboards to everyone, they gave them to everyone but what what's the these 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 cell phone manufacturers do if they want to break into the market is they stay they operate on very thin margins they operate on volume they sell um very compelling products that do almost all of the thing that the high-end thing does for a very compelling price and and they know that that's just an entry into the market and then what they do from there is they begin to sell higher and higher and higher tier products while still serving that lower tier market um, and that's why you got Huawei, who until uh, the US said no more Huawei, was like the biggest smartphone manufacturer in the world. It's why OnePlus became an, a a brand out of nowhere. OnePlus gave you, uh, a, a, it's the OnePlus One was like you can only buy it by invitation, right? It's three hundred dollars, and because that the reason why is because they would have broke if they sold too many of them. That's why you yeah, can only buy it by invitation. But then they 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 rolled out more and more compelling phones, and now you've got the OnePlus Nord, which is the budget version, and you've got the OnePlus uh nine or ten or whatever it on now, and that's like a thousand bucks, right? And they got there in the end. That's how you get there. You sell a compelling product at a compelling price, and people will pay attention. That's what they did with Ryzen. They went, oh, you're only offering four cores for three hundred dollars. Well, we'll offer you eight, and we'll give it to everyone. And guess what? We might not beat you in gaming, but we're double as fast in everything else, right? and 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 that worked like so many people were like fuck this now sick of fucking four cores four cores for oh, ages this is ridiculous and so many people bought into that marketing and then they actually launched a really good cpu with zen 2 and they overtook intel they just destroyed them it took them three cpu launches but they did i think if amd does that with gpu where they offer a compelling product at a compelling price give it to everyone make sure everyone has a review sample and beats nvidia constantly in terms of maximum performance and features well then that's the that's the key to victory for me and yeah they have to get their marketing like even if we go to the 5800 x3d they told porcupines right they said it's the fastest gaming cpu in the world compared it to 12900k it was out there it doesn't beat it it's a draw right at best it's a draw it wasn't the fastest so amd told a spoof right and mm. it, it has to be 5 or 10% faster to say that's the fastest game sweep in the world. And now Intel gets to launch a 12900KS, which wins, but it's 800 bucks. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, this is what happens. This is why Nvidia can launch a 1500 buck graphics card. Doesn't matter. 2000. 2000 yeah, well, yeah. Card. Doesn't matter that it's only like 15 to 20% faster than the, the 3080. Doesn't matter. That's a terrible value. It's the fastest and and they've already, they're already the Prada or the Dolce and Gabbana of the GPU world they're the premium product people know about It's so a name you know right so It doesn't matter mm. um,
2: yeah and, and, and amd said the the 5800x3d would be overclockable i can't believe they they made a blunder like that oh and then yeah they came up. that that's the sort of thing you can't <laughs> you can't make mistakes like that
0: why do they keep rolling that clown out to do that stuff like he needs to he, they put him behind a desk for a while they need to keep him behind a desk i don't know what the story is and i i hate i hate saying well, was I don't it was in three
1: years Zen two that he really goofed yeah up that on. he said oh. he talked
0: about 4.7 gigahertz and it didn't go anywhere be right near back, for, guys didn't didn't go anywhere near four but <laughs> you remember that like it, you will be able to boost to 4.7 gigahertz or overclock mm. and what was it it was tapping out a 4.4 like that was a complete porky Like they need to so he's he's single-handedly has ruined a lot of amd products for me because of those dust boosts. i had a 3700x and it didn't even do its rate of boost speed like it didn't it was a lie like the rate of boost speed in the box was a riddle, right, and he he was rolled out in front of the why was he rolled out
2: yeah i, I don't want to be too hard on the on a particular person because there's a whole team and then there's one person who's the front yeah. of that whole team. Um, it's just more of a you know a whole a, a team effort team effort that has to happen there to to focus on you know promoting the right things and under promising, <sighs> over delivering mm. and then having a brilliant marketing message basically. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I and I will say I just thought that's the re- people are. I'm not going to mention names, right? You know, it's not it's not who you th- who's who's been mentioned in in chat, but that's the reason why I didn't mention names also was because I didn't want to single somebody out. But at the same time, mm-hmm. he knows who he is. <laughs> Crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I will say, I like Frank. Frank's really good, right? Frank's a really good marketing. guy. No, yeah,
2: and the problem is people get the, the wrong perception because there's the person who's the front for a whole team. Um. Gets blamed for everything, you know. Like Raja, Raja is still. People still think that Raja was responsible for all the failings of Vega and things like that. Raja was the reason AMD is still in the game. He's yeah. an absolutely brilliant guy, you know. He directly himself fixing hardware bugs, you know, mm-hmm. on a very limited. I'll time. be back in he's a second. The st- Sorry, and he's me. doing the same thing at Intel right now, so. Can't be too hard on a on a single person. I
1: yeah. Well, we made the joke. I think it was in the last stream that Raja is just the most expensive fall guy on the planet, too. You know, like he's just the poor guy. Like he just gets put up, thrown on stage. It's like, all right, ten million dollar bonus, but everybody on the planet's gonna hate you.
2: Yeah, Yeah.
1: (laughs) it just seems kind of kind of his role in life. But no, you you're you're right, and he's gonna do just fine. Um. Well, while he's gone, because we've already talked about it. Um. You saw the a350 laptop numbers came out uh, a couple weeks ago i don't know if you checked that out
2: i didn't pay much attention to it i know it was uh, a a bit underwhelming see everybody
1: was looking at it from that perspective i actually found it pretty good because it was faster than the mx 450 which is a gtx uh, 1650 just with 64-bit uh, memory instead. Uh, at 25 watts, the A350 was at 30 watts. But all the headlines were reading, oh, it loses to a 1650 at 50 watts. I'm like, yeah, 30-watt GPU losing to a 50-watt GPU. Yeah, th- that's supposed to happen. Um, basically, from what I could tell, at the very least, they, they have IPC, performance per watt, somewhere near ampere Turing levels, which for first go-round, to me, that's actually pretty good.
2: Mm. Yeah, the hardware seems promising. I I didn't pay too much attention to it, but the from my experience, the drivers are just destroying the the graphics products. I mean, I ran I was running a benchmark on the XC, the mm-hmm. the top the top XC GPU integrated GPU. And the characters in God of War wouldn't show up on screen. You just saw saw their weapons running around. You know, things like that. (laughs) You can't have a product on the market that can't do what it's supposed to do, which is run games, you know, um, unless they want to market it as a, you know...
1: AI accelerator or whatever.
2: Productivity or whatever, which I don't think that's their strategy there. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, I mean, this is... Uh, intel's first foray into this so i'm willing to to let a few things slide you know in, with the expectation that they will improve with every generation yeah
0: well i i, I you know i know uh somebody who has one and <laughs> if you think mm. the drive those drivers are bad <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah i could tell you i tell you horror stories after this one um but uh it, like the 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 the, the 3500 that's out sorry 3050 that's out it doesn't even know mm. what gpu it is in its own drivers it doesn't even you mean sh- you mean the a350 a350 sorry the a350 doesn't even know what it's called what it is in like like i don't it doesn't know the name of the gpu in its own drivers it gives some generic name in the drivers mm. like numbers and letters and stuff like that Um, like that's 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 a product that's not ready to launch and they just did it because they promised investors they would launch it and that and and it's only in korea it's to me i don't think this product was ever meant to be as fast as a 3070 though i will say that um from the performance numbers i've heard i don't think it was ever meant to be in that ballpark um and we've seen more leaked benchmarks today granted it was only some open gl benchmark or whatever and it was 30% slower than the 3070 now you can argue okay well drivers aren't ready um, you know but like are they going to get 30% faster before launch i don't think so every this is the same argument everybody had for vega oh vega's drivers aren't ready and it, no it just wasn't that good <laughs> That's rea- but i think i agree with you people are blaming raja on this now and i that's where i started to get a little bit angry because i'm like this thing was in production before raja even took over it was beginning to be designed before raja even took over so like i don't think it was raja well. that had the problems with this gpu Right.
1: I mean, I mean, he's a head, he's the the head of the team. This is basically what started this. He's going to get blamed no matter what. Mm. Whether he's responsible or not is part of the job. So yeah. um, uh,
2: And his intentions seem clear that he he wants the GPU to do really well in gaming specifically. Um, I was from my limited contact with people at Intel, someone told me that um, a bug came up. Well, there were actually there were actually a couple of bugs. One had to do with gaming, and the other one had to do with blockchain type of applications. And they had very limited time to fix it. And Raja himself went uh, after the gaming bug. You know that was his priority. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it from a business perspective, even if you put the product out and it's tre- and it's it's terrible, you can still make money from it off of miners. Yeah but yet he chose, you know, I want this to be a good gaming product. So they're trying, <laughs> and I agree with Paul. I don't see the 7A's, uh, what do you call it, 770? Yeah. Is yes. that what they're going to call it? I don't see that competing with the 3070. Mm-hmm. I, I don't expect that at mm-hmm. all.
0: Yeah, my argument is if it's 330, 350 bucks, 300 bucks, and it's as fast as 3060 that's a really good shout for a first GPU, and um, and you know that it will all be pre, you know, uh, it'll all be predicated on whether the price is the right price. That's the whole. Well,
1: thing. I I think the window's closing because, like yeah. I said, we're gonna have three hundred dollar sixty six hundreds, which are that level of performance, <laughs> um, here in a matter of weeks because yeah. they're not selling, boys. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Cole, thank you for the five. By the way, I'm only here because I heard. No, no, I read that, sorry. Uh, Denver, thank you for the five. NVIDIA is, isn't the Prada or Dolce & Gabbana. And Gabbana. Uh, it's the per- pirana uh, or the douche or the gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true story. Well, the, the, sometimes the shiniest turd still shines the brightest. Yeah, true story, true story. I I, I hate NVIDIA. I have a vitriol... Vit- like visceral hate hate for Jensen not you not you should be... literally
1: hate all these companies cause all No, I hate them all, companies.
0: don't get me wrong, I hate them all, but for some reason I have a because I think that they've made my ha- my ha- I think they've single-handedly pushed the envelope and uh, for on pricing and AMD is just as bad cuz they followed Sue, right? But he was the one who did it and I think that it it might lead to to the dwindling of of uh the gaming market not the, the complete end of it but like maybe people be gaming on streaming services or something because of the pricing well, and the way it's well going.
1: they're definitely pushing for the transformation of the pc gaming market yeah. and that's the perfect segue into Salso's last video um so Salso, do you want to kind of catch people up if they happen to not see your video by the way go watch it if you haven't yeah it's awesome
2: yeah and thanks for the kind words from everyone in chat mentioning mm-hmm. that video I really yeah. appreciate that and it's um, it's a speculative video filled with conjecture so I hope people understand that <laughs> I don't have any insider information at Nvidia but it was based on a bunch of indications from that I'm seeing that make it plausible in fact likely that Nvidia is betting on mainstream uh, desktop and laptop CPUs and there are several reasons why they have to do that it's not just that they they might want to, they have to in my opinion the main one being uh, this idea, I can't talk too much about this relationship with Intel and AMD but there's a lot happening there in the background and NVIDIA can't have Intel and AMD having this synergistic uh, uh, offering of a, a CPU and a GPU in a laptop with great efficiency, you know, great support. Uh, it's going to translate into really good designs from uh, from uh, builders and not do anything. And be, you know, they can't be in a position where AMD and and, and Intel can dictate how good NVIDIA-based laptops are. so they have to in my opinion they have to find a solution for that the and making their own cpus is is a solution you you would think on Mm. top of that there's a lot of talk from jensen hinting at this the he said that you know one of the reasons they wanted to buy arm was because they want arm to deliver high performance solutions cores so not just the isa this is a separate thing the cores themselves they want to have access to high performance cores and arm has been terrible at that and i gave an example that happened with apple the m1 was supposed to be developed internally at arm which is something very few people know apple commissioned arm to make the m1 and they failed they just didn't have the team or the talent to do that so apple decided to do internally uh, basically, ARM needs a, a huge injection of capital and resources to to compete with AMD and Intel at the high end. They're very good at efficiency, but they're not good at high-performance high computing. And this was one of the reasons why Jensen wanted to acquire ARM, and the main reason. It didn't go through, but he said, well, now the leadership leadership at ARM is aligned with our vision and we, with what we need you know where we need ARM um, to be why would he say that because obviously he's planning to build high performance cpus he's already showed the the server one uh which is coming next year mm-hmm. and but he also said we're, we're looking at all markets he didn't he didn't say we're going to do uh you know uh an autonomous vehicle cpu and a high performance cpu and that's it Or
1: specialized markets is how he would probably phrase mm -hmm, them.
2: Yeah, like development boards and that sort of thing. So so those are two very clear indications of where I think this will be. And then there's a third one, which has to do with uh, NVIDIA's investment in uh, human resources in Israel. If you go on an Israel... I went on a couple of Israeli uh, headhunter websites and and it's literally hundreds of job postings for a cpu team and if you don't know how this works basically when you build a cpu you have several teams of about 10 to 20 people each so one one team is responsible for the branch predictor another team is responsible um you know for for what the alus or whatever another another section of the cpu and then there are usually three people, only three people, who know how the whole thing works. So these are very small teams for each of the components of a specific core. So that's how how CPUs are built. If you have hundreds of these people, that means you have a ton of CPUs that you want to develop and a ton of different cores. And that's, so my reasoning with all, all these things is that it seems clear that NVIDIA is betting on a desktop uh cpu mainly for laptops because that's you know that's the segment of pc that's actually growing and um and yeah that's that's the gist of it
1: yeah and i mean it, it all makes sense i mean the whole chat i'm reading the chat while you're talking they're all like yep totally makes sense and we've been talking about this for a long time paul all three of us actually i think we've brought it up but NVIDIA has to come out with a CPU, like you mentioned, to to be competitive. And ARM just seems to be the most logical way to go. Because, well, Intel might sell them an x86 license if they produce their stuff over there. I don't know, but it seems highly unlikely that they would do that. They wouldn't
2: do that. I mean, they could buy Via. Via has an x86 license, but I don't think that from what Jensen has been saying, that doesn't seem to be the direction they want to go
0: uh didn't I hear something about the pat, the patents on x86 expire soon or something like that I didn't I don't know whether that was a, a rumor or whether it was true No
1: thanks thanks to Disney patents last for 120 years so
0: no Fuck you Disney um yeah, yeah. there uh, were there
1: were 50 years then Mickey Mouse was up he's going to yeah. be uh, open Couldn't source and and then it. they said no they they kept kicking I think it's about to run out like the 125 years or, or whatever it is like mickey mouse is about to become uh just open free everybody can put it you can
0: put them in your movies
1: and TVs. but anyways no patents last basically like two lifetimes if you just want to keep it easy
0: and so i've said this multiple times that jensen wants to be a cpu guy it's it's as clear as day there's no if ands or what's about it you've said it chris has said it there you don't need to and they're a gaming company so you don't really have to like it's not a stretch to say that they're not they're gonna go make a, 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 C, a gaming cpu like that's you know as specifically if you're gonna make data center g- cpus then You're gonna want to get into every market, right? That's the reality of going for that kind of stuff. If not only to, if you're gonna make a a a small, like they're not gonna only just sell this big massive core, right? They're gonna want to make smaller cores and sell them to data centers as well. And then you get to a scenario where you're sitting in a in a binning process, and you go, "How do I get rid of all of this crap silicon?" Well, hello, gamers. <laughs> um, it, 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 wouldn't you like something? <laughs> mm. That's kind of the way way AMD does it anyway, right? And Intel does it too. So, well, Intel kind of makes their own. It's 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 with the chiplets was uh, for AMD was the real big turning point there for them because we all know this fifty eight hundred X three D is just that. What what is it? What is it called? Milan no, X. X. Yeah. Like that's it's just Melanix leftover silicon that they're using to sell those products.
1: Well, I I don't, I don't know. I, I I think Celso and I are more in line on this one. It's definitely a more big picture approach. Nvidia needs to expand, or they're going to die. Basically, is where it's at. They yeah, need I agree. to. They, they but um, what I really. like like Celso brought it up in his video but where I really see them going and we've talked about it before on here is I think they're going to become the next Apple that's basically what they're going to do they're going to have the closed off ecosystem they're going to have their own proprietary software I actually think that they will start developing chips with their own API that will not run on any other operating system than their own uh, much like uh, Metal only works on iOS. And th- and their GPUs do not support any other API. So ev- all the software that wants to be run on it has to be hard-coded and hand-programmed to run on that. That's why Apple's so efficient. Um, is that kind of what you're thinking too there, Celso? Because that's kind of what you hinted at in your video.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would make a lot of sense. And it lines up with NVIDIA's ethos from what we know of how they operate. They always go for the closed solution. You know, they want to keep people on their platform. If you want mm-hmm. to use this feature, you need to have RTX to the point of sacrificing the goodwill of their user base. You know, people from Pascal were left behind on a lot of things that could have worked on Pascal, you know, mm-hmm. ray tracing and all that. And um, so it makes sense for them to go <laughs> that route that represents an, an absolute an absolutely gargantuan investment in software and they seem to be ready to do it you know jensen has said i think in 2020 in uh in a call he said we're no longer a hardware company we're a software company because we're investing heavily in software going forward obviously they that that's one route they they could go on the other hand i mean they also use things that other people build and then build on top of that and create their own thing so it's hard to say exactly which way they're going it's not going to be an easy thing to to be like apple apple took you know 20 years to get to where they are and before that they were a very niche company you know Mm -hmm. it took them a long time to get the the software developers on their side and they started from you know the the inception of pc the, the home PC, um, in, uh, Nvidia is starting, you know, from a, a losing position already. So it's hard to say what they're going to do. Some people, when I posted that video, said, "You know, you're an idiot because Nvidia has shown they have no interest in Linux." For ex- for example, well, that, that, that's true, but that's in the past you know if they if they if they need to build their own ecosystem they'll take whatever is there and build on top of that mm-hmm. and they'll find the workarounds to create a walled garden if they if they have to i'm not an expert in linux so don't hate me on that but i think it's it's doable we've i think we've seen it from other other people doing the same things and um i think the what matters here is the overall picture as you as you were saying they i think this is the path they're going to take because they have to you know they can't just abandon and they can't just say oh you know let's leave the 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 laptop market for intel and amd we don't care about that anymore they can't do that you know they have to answer in some way and this seems like the most logical
0: yeah and i think in NVIDIA would like to sell you an entire product, right? Start to mm-hmm. finish, finished. A whole, like, a laptop they built themselves, a box they built themselves. You get mm. you get to charge more money when you do it that way, right? Like, look and at it.
1: Right? A machine, yep. What and the... it's
2: like Jensen's wet dream is to come up on stage and say, if you buy this NVIDIA product that has an NVIDIA CPU and an NVIDIA GPU your performance in games is going to be twice, you know, what you get with a competition. Yeah. That's his wet dream. So mm-hmm. this gives them an opportunity to 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 do that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like if you look at those Apple M1 products that they're making, the the margin on them must be incredible. Like I think I was looking mm-hmm. at like the pro- the price they were paying for uh, an intel chip on a laptop was like 300 bucks or something and they're probably making their own silicon for maybe 40 50 bucks right mm-hmm. uh and and then you know and it's and they're not paying amd for a gpu either anymore so that's that's gone as mm-hmm. well so you're just making this all in one whereas nvidia will probably sell a gpu as well right but that that would be you 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 would had that video the voltron apu thing like that could be mm-hmm. nvidia's uh goal as well for all the entry-level gamers could you imagine if they sold you a thousand bucks product a t- thousand book product for 16 gigabytes of ram a, t- a terabyte of storage or whatever and like some massive apu that they've made themselves It probably even cost them like 300 bucks to make the whole thing right yeah.
2: <laughs> and i think i think chris's comparison with apple makes a lot of sense from a marketing perspective, because when you control the whole platform, you control the message. Yeah. You know, Apple came out saying that the M1 Ultra was faster than the 3090, and people ate that up. Yeah, you know, how can you? How how could that chip? ever compete with the 3090 in any scenario it, it's there's no way that's ever going to be true it doesn't matter they control the message mm-hmm. it's a wall garden they can always come up with <laughs> with some application where that's true you know yeah. and that's that would be right yeah. up jensen's alley yeah
1: yep. you just need to have one example to prove that you did not lie and uh there you go and and technically you're unsuitable at that point
0: yeah chirpy said with the two dollars australian i'm here what did i miss uh, you missed everything unfortunately all, all the things yeah uh denver <laughs> thank you for the five uh patents last 20 years trademarks last forever but have uh to be renewed every 10 years copyright lasts till the death of the artist author plus 70 years so there you go denver once again for the knowledge bomb thank you denver
1: <laughs> yeah that, that's how like the 120 years thing came out because i think yeah. uh you died at like 50 or something
0: yeah yeah so it's uh... but
1: but but it, it used to be like at the death of the author then it was plus 20 and then it, like it just keeps going up with mickey
2: mouse so, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll see <laughs> somehow uh gordon moore is still alive <laughs> so i'll just give that into account
1: he's technically cryogenically frozen not dead
2: yeah. <laughs> i think he's like i think he's gonna be 100 soon isn't he i mean I don't, know. I, I don't i don't know
1: I don't, I don't follow that um denver thank you for the two Orin is uh 12 arm cores uh 2048 cuda eight gigabytes for 399 i mean that's pretty damn good 2048 Mm -hmm. CUDA, if that's Ampere, then it's kind of a lie. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) even if it's Ampere, that's uh, 1050 Ti level of CUDA. And then if it's not, that's like, what, uh, 1070 amount of CUDA cores? I mean, that ain't Mm -hmm. bad.
2: Yeah, that's the autonomous platform development uh, thing they sell. And I think the Jetson...
0: I think the Jetson stuff already runs Linux. I'm, yes, I'm not sure. Don't quote yeah. me on that. They they do. Okay, so I figured it out. Here we go. Uh, the never-ending story of X86 patent expiration. So it is expiring, um, but what they keep doing is they add like like they do to like um, other stuff uh, in the. It was, it was what was it? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry,
1: I read Sprite's comment. <laughs> I
0: didn't see Sprite's coming, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm reading this article what does Sprite say hey Celso alright we
1: gotta do Sprites I'll, I'll, we're gonna, thank, thank you Sprite for the 449 so hey Celso would you rather have a beer with Bill Cosby or is Moore, Moore's Law is dead
2: <laughs> that's, that's really funny fifth. I, I'm gonna say fifth. Uh, I'm gonna say Bill Cosby <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh oh <fuck. laughs> It's also one so spicy. I like it.
0: Yeah. So anyway, what they just they just keep adding stuff to the to the license, which means they can re patent it again, and mm. that's basically yeah. what's happening there.
1: Well, yeah. this goes back to our whole Elon thing: the billion and trillion dollar companies and people. The rules only apply if they stop paying the people who make the rules.
0: Mm, yeah. Um. And did did you get to Denver with the two as well?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We got Denver.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it's. Yeah, there you go. So that's the reason why X eighty six is expiring. In fact, but it will never expire um, because they keep adding stuff that you need. But they're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to use that in the future.
1: Yeah, yeah, Le- legal trickery. Yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, l- l- let's talk about. Let's say if Nvidia goes the more open approach, which might be the way that they go instead of doing the walled garden up front. Uh, Do you think it might be possible that they would launch something? Well, I mean, just coming out against x86 is very, very difficult. Um, But do you think that they would actually launch uh, the CPUs in the market competitively with some Linux version? Or maybe it'll run any ARM-based Linux operating systems. And... uh, do you, do you think that that's an option? I'll just get your guys thoughts on that.
0: <laughs> um let's say I walk out tomorrow and the the sky is full of pigs. Uh, uh, that's what you basically just said as far as all I'm right, sir. All right. so so Paul
1: says no. So Celso, so, <laughs> do you, do you think that they might start there and then build the wall garden?
2: Um I don't think so. I mean, you even to use the driver software you have to have an account you know they're the sort of company that doesn't seem to be very keen on that and even on linux they they don't have open drivers currently which is weird and which is why people hate them the linux community (laughs) hates them i i i doubt it i doubt they would do that i think they they would i think it's more likely that they'll have a very solid strategy that's you know that's going to last a few years and it's going to be based on something from the get-go being as you know what they plan it to be in a few years
1: yeah, yeah I, I agree all right so none of us thinks that's gonna well, happen so. here, here's another driving
0: force <laughs> that we haven't mentioned imagine like like Celsa said jensen stands on stage and goes this laptop is twice as fast as amd's 9800 xt and intel's whatever chip chip um and also it draws 30 watts of power under full load like i'm not saying that they're gonna get that but i'm just picking a number but like it, it it's three times as efficient or whatever right like that's that's something they'd go after as well right so it'd be a big win for nvidia in that you're like you like it, it they probably wouldn't even do that they'd probably do the apple thing where like all day battery or something like that <laughs>
1: for mobile yeah. they might but yeah. i think I, I think that's what i'm talking live. about i think that they push the power to the absolute max to get the maximum performance i mean we're seeing that on gpu so like even if they could let's say they could compete uh at 30 watts they'd probably still push it to 600 and just <laughs> just because.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, Janos said something that I think is spot on on chat. He said uh, they'll just appropriate Linux just like they did with FreeSync. Oh, of course, I think will. that's I think that's spot on. They'd probably create programs for the Linux community where you're Nvidia certified. You know, if you do if you do things the way they want you to do. I don't know how well that would go down with that community because they're nuts. But I th- that sounds like something Nvidia would do.
1: Yeah, well, what I think that they would do is take Linux, the the base code, and then they would just build their walled garden around that uh, because it's a it's a great starting point. There's really no reason on the planet to build your own operating system from the ground up. No, well, the full thing. So, but yeah, it, I guarantee you, it'd be Linux based, but it won't run anything Linux. Yeah, because it's gonna it's gonna be complete Nvidia. That, yeah, like Android,
0: like Android it uses the kernel, but it's its own thing, right?
1: Well, that and to to get people. Um that might try to hack it or just so. that's why I'm thinking like they'll even put stuff in there like it will not run like vulkan and opengl like mm-hmm. so you can't even even if you hack the damn thing it won't run the programs that you want like that's the direction I think that they'd go.
0: Mhm. Yeah, true story. Mm-hmm. Um did we get to Denver?
1: Uh we did not. Do you want to do it? all right denver thank you for the five he said intel keeps x86 licensing relevant by uh depreciating i think that's what's supposed to be uh support in the operating system for stuff that is no longer protected by patents
0: yeah exactly um neg says is high and chris we've also got celso here neg yeah. yeah so uh that's that's pretty much your video in a nutshell celso um it's 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 a pretty good watch. People should go watch it and subscribe to Celso if they're not subscribed to Cortex, yep. you know.
1: His channel uh, link is down below, so make mm-hmm. sure you go ahead and subscribe over there. Um, was there any other major topics that we wanted to chat about? We we had a few things beforehand, but I'm, I'm drawing a blank now.
0: Yeah, we we did. We uh we 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 didn't talk about the X uh, the 58. We touched on the X the 5800 X3D. We we're having a nice conversation about that before we went live. But I think that would me feel like you talked about it, but you didn't actually talk about it. So, um, the 5800 X3D. Cell uh, cell's not impressed. I was never impressed. Um, I think that uh, any CPU is good enough for gaming as long as it comes from the last four years and is decent enough. Um, you you don't need you, like, people. This this uh, AMD has started this whole hype for very successfully. I believe this hype for new CPUs every. Like, whatever happened to those people using 2600Ks till till Ryzen came along, you know? Like, just everyone needs a new CPU now and needs more cores. And well, while I love more cores, and I think it's great, and I don't think we're ever going to get lo- ho- lower-priced, high-core-count CPUs without the highest-core-count CPU going up, Um, I think that people overemphasize the importance of a CPU.
1: All right. So, salsa, new doughboy wants to know your thoughts on the X3D. You want to tell them the truth? How we had to get you on here for you to even pay attention to it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I didn't really follow much on it. I saw a few benchmarks on Twitter, and just before the podcast, I was taking a, a bit of a closer look at it, a few reviews and stuff. From what I can tell, um, I mean, it's a, it's an impressive product. From a technological standpoint you know right. we, we we have 3d stacking already that's that's great and it, it it goes to show that there is a benefit to adding more cash you know increasing the bandwidth on the cpu is going to be a trend going forward it seems that i think that's what that shows me as far as the product itself i mean for it's, it's 450 right mm-hmm. you can get a 5900x and get more cores and you're going to get the same gaming performance for $50 less you know you're not going to p- play at 720p you're going to play at 1440p or 4k at that point why are you getting this product for you know like three extra fps in most games yeah. and you lose uh, a bunch of cores and threads I don't think it makes a lot of sense as a product, to be honest. I think, I'm not sure what they could have done. Maybe add this to the top skew. I don't know if that would be possible or just release a whole lineup with this. I mean, it it looks like a test product for you know what's coming in the future and nothing more than that. I, I, the whole gaming angle doesn't convince me, to be honest.
0: I don't think we're gonna get this for the longest time i think the 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 problem with this is 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 packaging is expensive the extra silicon cost is expensive uh it it was done because amd said they do a thing to piss on intel's cornflakes and um they did quite effectively by the way yeah based on a lot of people were like i'm gonna hold off to see what 5800 x3d is gonna have um, and mm-hmm. it, and then they gave support to every motherboard for like this very serious. You can you can plot back and pick out what AMD's plan was, and it, they gave support to every motherboard out there. So basically, they're like, don't buy the new, don't sell your motherboard and CPU, don't move off this platform. Your your motherboard's still cool. Just buy this instead. If you want twelve nine hundred K performance, buy this instead, and you get that performance. Um,
1: after years of saying you need to buy yeah. a new motherboard, by the way.
0: Yeah, and it's a, I'm
1: never letting that go. But Never. It, it
0: does, it does, it does. <laughs> even though I hate it, it does make a very compelling price argument, right? Because if you're looking at these two things in a vacuum, and that's the way these lunatics think, right? Is in a vacuum. They think fastest gaming CPU in the world. And they look at 12900K, 600 bucks. Motherboard, 200 bucks. DDR5, fucking. Five hundred, infinite, whatever it is, five hundred. Yeah, you know, so yeah, so now you're open up, up around twelve hundred bucks, and then you look at AMD and you go, either you already have the motherboard and the RAM, or you're looking at the B four fifties or the B five fifties, and you're like, that's a hundred and twenty bucks. CPU is four fifty and RAM is 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 a hundred and fifty bucks. Boom! I've got a platform now, and you know, for half the for for half the price. I see, can. see but that's the right. argument that these lunatics I'm te- and i know i'm not making that argument i'm telling you that's what okay. the, the way these crazy people think right and to me it's like uh well i'd like i could buy a a, a, a 60 uh sorry a 59 uh a 5950x <laughs> a b550 and ram and i could have a t- you know i could have a 16 co- like what what it doesn't make any sense to me you know well, I, I
1: mean, I think a lot of people missed the, the, the point on this. Um, hi, Ivan. I saw your message and yeah, you're you're, you're correct. I'm going to kind of go over what you were saying. Um, so this was meant to be the fastest gaming CPU in the world. It's not. So it failed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So then what's the point of this? There isn't because it, th- there's no market for it anymore, because anybody who's worried about pricing is not going to be looking at this. There is one market that this will be good for. And like Ivan pointed out, it basically takes away the memory bottleneck, which is I've been saying that for a while. Uh, So if you do have a B450, B550, whatever motherboard. And a few years from now, you don't feel like upgrading to an AM5 or whatever the hell Intel is on by then. You could slot one of these in there and you'll get a nice performance bump at that point in time for your games. But while keeping your platform. Here's the thing, by the time that happens, they'll be on the used market, they'll be a hundred bucks. And that's when this thing's gonna make sense. Three or four years from now for like $80. Basically, this is the new 1600 AF. That's what this really needs to be. But it needed to happen like two or three years from now. Those are the people that are really gonna care about it because if you are the high performance person, you don't give a shit that DDR5's $500. You paid two grand for DDR5 you spent a thousand dollars on a motherboard and you'll spend eight hundred dollars on a cpu without batting an eyelash because you want the fastest this ain't the fastest so those people aren't your customers and the people that look at value they ain't your customers so yeah it's the dumbest product ever uh at this point in time but i do agree like with celso it's cool that it, it's a thing 3d stacking gay um might be worth buying as a novelty thing that you stick on your shelf or or whatever in a few years but it does nothing and it's for nobody
2: From just to add to that i agree with, with what you guys are saying just to add that from amd's perspective it seems to me like they when i said they were testing the waters you have to remember that there's an efficiency trade happening there when you stack things on top of uh, of a chiplet mm-hmm. and this seems to be the direction they want to be going so i think there's a lot to be learned from launching a product like this first what are the the what are you sacrificing to have that extra bandwidth and that extra performance mm-hmm. in this case is efficiency how does it go through with the market? You know, how does the market react to this new thing? Can we sell future products just by saying it's 3D stacked? You know, maybe it would be a marketing move that would be a win for them and they wanted to test it out. Um, there's a lot, and, and AMD has a, a history of doing this with trying HBM and chiplets and all that. They seem to be, There's a lot to be learned from launching a product like this, even if it's a fail. So, just to defend AMD's thinking here a bit, maybe it doesn't matter to them that it failed at what it was supposed to do. Maybe they learned the lessons they wanted to learn from a technological perspective. I don't know.
1: Well, once again, like we said, that these are defective chips anyway. It was this or the garbage bin. So,
0: um, if,
1: if they sell them at any price, it doesn't matter. It's still a win.
0: Well, here, here's my here's my other concern about these, is that AMD may not make a lot of these um, and then like it's for now and then right it's like literally done as a stunt to just say that we have a really fast gaming CPU and get another run in the new cycle. Cause how many of the, the, those dies are as defective is my thought? Like, you know what I mean? How much of these are ending up in the garbage bin? How much? Well, I can tell,
1: I can tell you there's not many. That's why there is no two chiplet version. I don't care about any other bullshit excuses that you're hearing. The reason why that there's only the eight core Mm. is so they could produce the maximum amount of these.
0: Yeah. So there you go. That's the, that's my, my thought on it. It's like, it it's it's too expensive for what it is and then there's probably not going to be a lot of them
1: so. yeah it, it it's a cool novelty item and like i said it's going to be the the best am4 cpu in the future um yeah like if you see any of the reviews where they're using ddr5 at high speeds it's that's when when it wins but this is basically eliminates that advantage that's all it is you you can solve the problem with more cache or faster ram yeah. It, they both do the same thing.
0: Now, you can Enjoy. do
1: both, but there will be a diminishing return at that point.
2: Going back to the marketing thing, uh, messaging, that's another thing they should learn from this, is they have to make a decision on what exactly they are selling and how they want to communicate that. And AMD has been really bad at this. I think this is where they need to... This is a perfect example of a product where they... They don't know which direction they need to follow from a marketing perspective. If they if they're going to sell this as the future of the platform, they need to sell it at the same price as what was already here, the fifty eight hundred X. It had to be the same price as that. And with you know, and present the added bonus that you get with it. So that's one angle. They failed at that. If it's going to be Well, technically anything, it is
1: the same price
2: you mean the launch price
1: which is the same price i I mean i guess you could make that argument we we both have it's it's the same price the 5800x was
2: yeah but not but you know at this point in the game it's not the the price that the chip is today so the consumers are left wondering you know how does this relate to the regular 5800x you know uh just you can't do you can't do both things say you know you get a bit of extra performance and you pay more be right back you have to you have to choose where you know where you're going to go with this from a a marketing perspective and it's just the, the chip just seemed all over the place it doesn't seem to to fit into anything and that might be a missed opportunity uh They've established the the brand, the v cash thing, as someone was saying there's some value in that, I guess, yeah, but they need to learn from this, I think, and you know they need to know their products better.
0: do you know what this feels like to me? It feels like do you remember when Intel launched a quad core x two nine nine chip mm-hmm. and it only it had it only had dual channel, did it or it had quad channel but didn't have like the full you know what I mean? Like there was all these limitations. It's like this one; it mm. doesn't have overclocking, and um, you know, it, it doesn't have enough cores for the people who want to buy these crazy CPUs and have loads of cores. It doesn't. It doesn't have a really high, uh, you know, boost clock. So therefore, you can't really like you don't know where it sits because you look at it and in 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 uh you know productivity benchmarks it loses to the actual 5800x but then in gaming it 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 smacks its face in so you're just sitting there going like who is this for because it just feels like a compromised product that just was was done to to as i i keep bringing it back to that just like literally rain on the twelve nine hundred ks parade that's that's all i can see that this was done for it, and it, was, if you, it was
1: very effective at, at Alder Lake. I mean, everybody was, wait for X3D, wait for X3D. I mean, if nothing else, it did do that.
2: Mm-hmm. Sorry, and but... if you if you follow... I try oh. to be there at every press uh, event that, that AMD has. They have regular press events where they talk about their roadmaps and the things that they're doing. And... You know, those guys, are they're great guys, they seem like really great people, but one thing that they constantly fail at, and then that translates into their public messaging, is they always try to find a workaround for a product uh, after the fact. You know, they don't <laughs> yeah. understand from the get-go what how the product should be positioned. So you ask them, and then when it comes to Q&A, you ask them, so why are you doing this? You know, why why this specific decision? And they'll give you an answer that's clearly an excuse. They're they're never honest with you about the limitation of the product, why they didn't support that specific CPU in in a previous generation motherboard, all of that. There's always an answer that they have. And this is bad marketing. This is, you know... It's just bad marketing. They need to to figure this 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 stuff out. They need to know their product their products better. They need to know how they're positioned, and they can't come up with bullshit responses after the fact, saying, "Oh, we then support this because of that. We then do this because of that." No, they need to be honest and yeah. say, "This product is for this crowd, and we're selling it under these circumstances." Well, you know?
1: I, I would argue that their marketing was fine. This is the world's fastest gaming CPU. You do whatever you have to do to make that a thing. If that means you throw out all the chips that are actually 5800X3Ds because they're too low skewed, and you have to steal from Milan X supply, you need the better bin silicon to make that a reality. That's what you do that's what nvidia would have done they would have made it a 170 watt cpu this generation been like yeah it's only going to run on x570 boards and they have to be this quality or it only run on these 12 boards it doesn't matter you make it win everything else can go out the window you know uh, compatibility can go out the window all the rest of that can go but if you're going to say that you're going to make the fastest gaming cpu in the world it has to win and even if it's just by five percent it has to win uh, and that's they would literally need to take like the last 100 games that have released AAA titles, all of them, and it's gonna have to win most of them. To where when Steve does that, be like, yeah, it's faster.
0: Yeah, I just wanna, I just wanna get to Denver. Thank you for the five. 16 core fifty nine fifty X costs fifty dollars more than the fifty eight hundred X three d a hundred percent more cores, eleven percent higher co- higher cost. Uh, tech deals is right in this case and then he says in just what i was saying about it what it reminds me of because you you weren't here when i said that i said it reminds me of that x299 quad car but obviously i was wrong it was a six core he says i7 7740x was 356 core two channels and cut down pci express on a board meant for four channels and pci express yeah exactly that's what it feels like to me it feels like a cpu that yeah, it's pretty quick, but it's got a lot of compromises, and it, it, that's that's you know where it sits for me. And as I said, it will be for those. You said it as well, Chris. It will be for those guys sitting on a motherboard two years from now, going, "Oh, CPU, don't buy, don't buy a new CPU, or the buy." And then, oh, look, I get can get fifteen percent extra performance with this chip. Um, and then there was one from a, an off. Well,
1: well, it'll it'll expand. It'll get bigger. Meaning, mm. like in the future, like this may be 50%, 60 percent faster than a. 5800x in those future games because of this it may not but it's this will be the cpu that outpaces all the rest however i don't know a lot of people that are going to buy a 450 cpu today eight core cpu today and then keep it that long that's that's the real thing i i don't know anybody who's going to do that
2: yeah and then it would be like sort of buying the fastest agp card when you were moving to pcie yeah mm-hmm
0: basically yeah does it
2: really matter that it's the fastest agp
0: (laughs) card yeah exactly only
1: five years from now when you or 10 years from then when you build a retro machine then you want the fastest agp (sighs) card and but that's when it matters
0: yeah and i just wanted to get another an old friend of mine mike uh said um so the 5800 x3d has lower single core performance yet in gaming performance it's better than the 5800 x so can we shut up with the single core performance uh no it's it's single core is the reason why it's faster uh, if i put that if i put that thing in my pc now and played starcraft i'd get more frames like that's the reason why that well, probably not starcraft i don't know but like i uh i didn't it do really well in um gta 5 GTA 5 wasn't it it did really well in in uh gamers nexus review and they were like it, if, it does
1: if, does anything where, where your memory yeah served. yeah I, I think this is basically like having ddr5 with zen 3 yeah that's, wasn't that problem
0: it wasn't there a problem where the engine was like broken in that game when you go over a certain frame rate and that fixed it because of all the cash so like it actually fixed that issue <laughs> um so like and that's a single threaded fucking game if ever i've seen one as well like that's like ps3 and xbox 360 era kind of games so like yeah that's that's that stack it works in that and there you go you you've got it and i like i agree that so you need more than a single core but it it, this is the reason why it's got really strong individual cores and that's what makes it with all that cash and when it goes down to one core it's using all that cash from one core (laughs) So. And you can't have you can't
2: have your cake and eat it. You can't be a company whose strategy has been, "Hey, more cores, better yeah. for everything." Here are more cores, and then you come up with a, a, a chip that's got uh, less, less cores. cores, and you say, <laughs> "Yeah, this is the best CPU for gaming." That it doesn't just doesn't make a lot of sense. It's not a, a cons- not a consistent message.
1: No, like I said, it's just the supply. I mean, if they put two chiplets on one package, then that's a whole other CPU that they can't make. I mean, it's very clear what's here. The problem is, is that it wasn't fast enough. And basically, like what you said, their marketing failed because the marketing itself was fine. They failed to execute on the marketing. Mm -hmm. It's poor Volta. This is poor Volta all over again.
0: Yeah poor volta huh <laughs> so yeah uh, we can get the questions now chris if you want yeah jump on over last guy tom is here what's up Blasco tom um so uh, uh i've got one from i didn't get that many questions this week what the
1: well i got marphy with his multiple, multiple questions
0: <laughs> uh, oh great marphy um i'm just gonna ask for questions again but uh um what uh so kaiser solo asks, what celso take on the 5800x3d you've already given your take on the 5800x3d haven't you celso
1: mm-hmm. yeah that one that one's good uh Murphy's number one i might not get to all of yours but uh once upon a time amd had built an opteron arm a core server cpu do you think uh, that AMD will return to ARM and release a mainstream desktop with an ARM CPU. Hmm. They work
0: um,
2: yeah, th- they've said in the past that they're not married to x86 and uh, and that they they have they had a um, an ARM based product that they were developing for Amazon, but it wasn't good enough, so Amazon just ditched them and built their own. This was pre Ryzen, I believe. And I think Jim Keller was working on that. So it's possible, but it seems that AMD is always dependent on what their main customers want them to do. So that's Sony, Microsoft, used to be Apple, now they're they're losing Apple. Um, If there was a customer that came around and said, we'll we'll give you all this money to build an ARM-based chip, I think they would. Yeah. But that's the only way I can see them
0: going down that route. Mm-hmm. There was talk of them working on something Iron-based about a year ago, but I, I can't remember the specifics or the reasons why they were doing it. I think it was something Lisa Sue said or something like that. Maybe it was that a specific uh thing, that, the line that you said, that they weren't married to x86. Mm.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I think it ultimately comes down to efficiency. Uh, You mentioned it in your video. X86 is catching up in terms of performance per watt, especially on the low end. Uh, That's the reason why ARM really needs to get that infusion and performance up. Um, But the only reason for them to go ARM is if it's significantly better performance per watt, and then there's a client that wants that, meaning like maybe Nintendo gets tired of NVIDIA and they want to go to AMD or, the let's say, the uh, Steam Deck... Uh, of the future if it was infinitely more power efficient, they can get better battery life yeah why wouldn't they want to go with arm but x86 i think is catching up too too fast
2: so so this is yeah i mean the the high performance is just not there from from arm and there's no incentive from an isa standpoint to go with arm unless you specifically want to go into mobile and you know, AMD does wouldn't stand a chance in the mobile when I when I say mobile I mean
0: mobile phones. Phones. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um so this is from Itchy. Uh, it's a quality question. He says, Can Celso gargle peanut butter? Sounds like he could he can. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: i've never tried that but uh, people keep asking me if i have a if i'm a robot i always get comments in my videos of people asking if i'm actually you know i have a robot voice i'm cursed and blessed with with my voice i can make women pregnant just by speaking (laughs) (laughs) but then youtube completely destroys my recordings with the compression stuff Uh, ah stupid youtube
1: do
0: you know what it is also right you don't sound portuguese at all like i couldn't Mm. place where you were from and like for me i always say like an accent is fine but grammar really slips up slips up me for knowing where some like you know you're talking to somebody they might be from romania poland whatever and it's the grammar that makes you realize in an instant wait they're not from here whereas your Mm. grammar is perfect so I I've caught a few little mistakes you've made in the past, but not nothing. Made, like your grammar is as good as my grammar is, and um yeah. So that that's the thing. I think people listen to you and they're like, "Here's this really deep voiced person. He can't really place where he's from, so he must be a robot." Yeah. <laughs> I, and I think are. it's because
1: you're very even keel. You're kind of dispassionate uh, about it, and just kind of this is my thoughts. And there it is.
2: Yeah. It's not it's not a recipe for success on YouTube. You gotta shout all the time.
1: Yeah. Be mad. Be angry. Sell that that uh, fear porn or, or whatever. I'm, I'm trying to go the other way with my late, newer videos. Be happy. There's fun free shit out there. Like <laughs> that. Um, I'll get to my next one here in a sec. But Denver, thank you for the five. He says, the whole argument about ARM being more efficient than x86 is entirely based on Intel being stuck on a nude since. 2015 eh, it's more than that i mean it it is more efficient but it just hasn't been advancing as much until apple kind of figured out hey micro accelerators and yeah now it's it's pretty damn good
0: yep um, so if you want to get to your question next
1: yeah uh this one's a quick just a joke one from ryzen he says joke question can you guys all sing Team uh the baseball game. Uh
0: no. Don't know what it uh, is, so no. <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll we'll just move on. I just figured I, I'd read that out. Uh Thumper said if 3080 hits MSRP, will you uh, would you pull the trigger for an upgrade of your daily rig? Uh roundabout uh roundabout upgrade for my 3060 Ti that's running an LG yeah no if you have a 3060 ti do, don't do nothing
0: um yeah i wouldn't buy a gpu now they should be below msrp right now right so by this time they should have started being sold at them below msrp and i think that's nvidia's message like right now is like they know that they're not selling enough so they're trying to push people in to keep buying no let them rot on shelves let them pay the consequences of their uh anti-consumer behavior by selling all oh. their GPUs to miners That's my. I know it's. I know it's horrible, and I know it's not the correct decision for a lot of people. But that's my. I think that they're only going to learn if people don't buy the fucking graphics cards, right? (laughs) Sorry, I know it's not going to change anybody's mind, but that's my opinion.
1: I mean, I've said it before. Anything above, I'd say even a thirty seventy is iffy. But if you're looking at that performance, it's silly to buy any graphics card before uh, the end of the year. The graphics cards to buy now would be. 3050, 6600, 3060, up to about the 3060 Ti, uh, 6600 XT, because those aren't going to get replaced for a very long time, I don't think. But everything above that is going to be basically irrelevant. So yeah, Yeah. don't buy anything above uh, a 3070.
0: Uh, last guy tom thank you for the five in nvidia will rule all of us we will all be forced to, <laughs> to wear leather jackets and pay, uh, pc cases will look like uh, ovens where all we will we'll put our gpus in we will all put our gpus in
1: it's actually a good use case for 600 watt gpu yeah
0: yeah i mean they're built for that type of temperature right yeah
1: um
0: yeah. So my next question is from Denver. Do you think AMD will stop selling, uh, the fifty eight hundred X X3, three X three D when yields are high enough to been high enough to been high enough for Milan Epic Milan? Uh, do you think the units are already good enough for Epic and just diverted for token paper sales?
1: You want to take that one, Celso? What's your thoughts on that?
2: Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I, sorry, I don't really have an answer. <laughs> I don't really have an answer for that. Um, uh, I,
1: I personally think that every X3D chip that there's going to ever be is already produced, and there will never be any more.
0: That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they've made enough to launch them, and then they're just gonna launch them, and then when they're gone, they're gone. Very much like yep. the, the, the sixteen hundred. That, AF AF and the... the
1: even worse the Ryzen 3 3300 yeah the
0: 3300 yeah that kind of thing yeah and and yep. yeah exactly um yep. and then uh, I was going it... to do you
2: yeah i'm i'm keeping it hope, hoping it will be worth a lot of money someday <laughs> <laughs> it, it probably will cuz there's so few of those
1: and everybody on the planet wanted one but yeah maybe you get a collector out there and that's <laughs> the only one they need Get big money.
0: Well, now you've got a twelve one hundred that does the same thing, but it's better, in every way. Um, Connor, Except for collectability. Uh, <laughs> Connor from graphically <laughs> challenged is here. Intel will beat RTX forty ninety next month. Thank you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: lo- I love Connor. I have it on Connor good authority. On
0: he says, <laughs> "I love it." Uh, so Apparently,
2: there's no, there's not going to going to be a forty ninety. It's going to be the 5090. Oh, did you guys yeah, hear about yeah, that?
0: Yeah, well, if it if it is, what does what does name change mean, Celso? Name change means higher prices. That's what name change. <laughs> no, means. no,
1: what that means is they focus group Titan for a consumer grade card and it didn't fly. That's
0: 100% what No, that no, you're saying 5090 instead of 4090.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because they it would have been a Titan tier card. Yeah. But that didn't work. So yeah. that's the reason why they're gonna try and sell you a future GPU. Well, which is basically all the Titan was was, hey, this is the GPU of the future. We'll just sell it to you today at a higher price. Yeah.
0: Instead of going 11 series, they went with 20 series higher prices. instead of uh, I- i7 it was I9 higher prices. instead of 4080TI uh, of 3080TI, it was 4090 higher prices. Anytime a number or a letter in those things changes or goes up, that means the prices are higher. Full stop. It's never changed. Never been a t- they, Oh, the yeah. only time there was a, a difference was when they put a super at the end where they dropped the prices. But that was because it was selling mm. terribly, right? Well I mean to be clear, uh,
2: it, it was this was just something that was running on Twitter but the, the usual leakers they were saying that they weren't sure if it was gonna be 4090 and they were hinting at, at 5090 and apparent and some people were saying it had to do with china like with the number four having some sort of uh significance there it's like a, a bad luck number or something like that i don't I know i
1: mean i mean it could be could be that as well well it's just like raptor like will not be the 13 series uh or at least it wasn't when connor and i spoke to intel few yeah. months ago so they're gonna skip 13 go straight to 14 because yeah. of the you know unlucky 13 thing uh yeah. which they should just leave at 13 because raptor lake's gonna get his face kicked in just let it be no it was unlucky we used the 13. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um anyways let's continue on denver uh let's see this is a joke question everybody's got the jokes today uh how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if woodchuck could chuck wood you guys c- gotta get more
0: infinite obviously. amount
1: of wood Oh, he's got a spoiler thing. I'll, I'll click on that later. Um, <clears throat> you guys got to get more creative with that because we, we have a Chuck from Intel that yeah. everybody loves. Yeah. Get creative about Chuck and oh, um, wood at AMD or NVIDIA or
0: something. Oh, I've got something for that. I've got something for that. Hold on. Hold do, on. It, oh, do it. Do it. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, no, it's not here. Where the fuck did I see it? Oh, here it is. Um, this picture I sent for uh, for Chris's question did you see it this is why they're all talking about the one
1: oh I got it gotcha <laughs> gotcha yeah.
0: so it's, it's Chuck called the piece of wood
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it says spoiler and I didn't click on it because I'm like uh, I don't know what you guys are sending me <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there you go that's the one <laughs> exactly
1: chuck chuck in the wood so that's a better actually, question should, actually yeah. chuck should be chucking a wood chuck that's instead of a piece of wood uh.
0: Silso, <laughs> so, since i've never seen you speak before maybe you talk like chuck like you 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 talk like this d you so, so... H- hello <laughs> no. paul hello paul <laughs> how's things today <laughs> well, the,
2: the thing is where does intel find these guys they always have the really strange characters on stage like the adobe <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Guy that looked looked like the witcher but on <laughs> on crack to... <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah,
0: was... gerald
1: was strung out on meth for five years yeah
0: chuck reading to the wrong camera chuck, <laughs> oh, they... oh man it's hilarious and then
2: and then right after chuck there was this guy talking about can't remember what was it something completely unrelated to their products and he never blinked like he, he was talking for like <laughs> half an hour and he didn't blink like where did they find <laughs> these people
0: <laughs>
1: it's it's very strange uh, very strange um you so, want to get last guy tom first yeah
0: sorry last guy tom Type of the i see pc building using uh the 5800 3d as a marketing tool to sell it as a game machine mar- marketing tool this summer uh, and cortex needs to be on more. Uh, call yourself the Trinity. <laughs> so he says you need to be here more. Thanks, Oscar yes, Thomas.
1: Well, Salso always has the uh, the the open invitation. Mm-hmm. Uh this one just worked out. You were just like, "Hey, I got this interesting video coming out this week," and it's like, "Hell yeah, come on." <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. So it's my turn, right? Um. Yeah because um, we
1: got chuck chuck and wood.
0: Yeah, uh, here says uh, why wouldn't the upcoming AMD Nvidia GPUs not be good for my mi- for mining? Um um because they're going to use more power and the bandwidths going to be relatively similar. So, yeah, that's the reason why they got better at mining last gen was because the mu- the bandwidth was very very good. Um
1: like, the cash doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, like you look at the the one of the best mining cards out there is a Radeon 7. It's got a terabyte of memory bandwidth. That's the reason why and it can do 1200 mega, do do 1200 uh uh 1. 1.2 terabytes, should I say, of memory bandwidth. Very easy. Like you can just put that memory slider all the way to the right and it does it and it and, and then you drop the clock on the core like that's what they do that's how they make them more efficient they try and make the memory go faster and then they drop the clock on the core to make them more efficient so yeah we're not going to see that i don't think with the next generation of gpus i think they're still got on nvidia they're still going to be uh, 384 with maybe faster memory so they'll go over a terabyte of memory bandwidth um but not much more over it and then with AMD, it's going to be a five hundred uh, 256-bit bus again with faster GDDR6. Right? Isn't that what it's going to be? I think so.
1: I doubt it. I'm pretty sure they'll go 384 this time because they're going to go for the, the big boy market. don't think so because mm. the 256 is I mean they could double the cash again. I mean, you can keep doing
0: that. That's I mean, what they're that's doing. The that's option. the that's the thing. It's going to be either 250 the, the rumors are 256 or 512. So
1: I was going I was going to say they're going to need probably 512 to really make that work.
2: But yeah, they can do that too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure cuz it seems they they want to keep things cheaper on the build side. Yeah. And that would imply just adding more cash rather than having a more complicated bcb but yeah. i'm not sure yeah
1: with the prices that these things are going to be it almost doesn't matter I, like like i said the any gpu over 1500 especially over 2000 that doesn't have hbm is a waste of time because you know they're just ripping you off because they could very easily cover the cost of the hbm at that point
0: um, i'm they still just well, don't want you to have the best stuff guys they just don't still not convinced yeah, rip- hbm makes a difference i'm really not convinced it wouldn't make a massive difference there's a reason um, why it's
1: on their twenty, thirty dollars 30000 graphics cards.
0: Yeah, for that kind of workload, yeah. but for, yeah. For- yeah, yeah, HBM has a
2: very, very specific workload in mind. You're looking at uh, simulations and AI workloads and that sort of thing where you can keep the, um, the data set in memory at all times, yeah. which is one of the reasons why some of these chips are built to last five years and that's it. Because the workloads are going to be much much larger, the sorry the data sets are going to be much
0: larger in five years. As far as so I, it's a ve- sorry. Go ahead, go right, ahead. Sorry, I thought you were finished.
2: Go yeah, ahead. it's a very very specific application.
0: As HBM. far as far as I had somebody way cleverer than me once explain it to me, the latency on HBM is much higher than the, the latency on GDDR. So I don't know whether that's true. I'm not an engineer, so you'd imagine lower latency for gaming would be better than higher latency. And where HBM seems to deal well is with lots of little, lots of little packets transferring all at once, Mm -hmm. like and sure, cash does that, (laughs) right? So. Then you yeah. just use the I, I mean that makes
1: less sense because HBM's on package. And yeah, no, sort of
0: but dead. that's the but through the fires and stuff. It's just yeah, I don't know why it makes. But that's that was explained to me. That was the big problem with the initial mm. HBM. The,
2: I studied that a long time ago when HBM came out. So my memory is probably going to fail me. But if I remember correctly, it's also stacked. So so inside of HBM, you also have stacked yes memory. So based on DDR, 4 yeah. I believe it was DDR4 for HBM2, something like that. So that might be
0: the reason why it's true silicon vias. Yeah, use it stacked on top. Yeah, so it's yeah, yep.
1: yeah, because the more you have stacked, the more memory and technically the higher the band. Anyways, just my thought. I'd want the best of the best for that kind of money. That's that's mm-hmm. where I stand on that. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna pay it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be fair. Uh, is it my question? Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, so this one's from Denver. This is a real question. Question for all. Uh, do you ex- uh, do you expect an explosion of small form factor light gaming machines with uh, APUs and options for external graphics later, such as the iO or micro desktops, uh, the size of the Mac Mini or tiny Lenovo size things? Basically everything that, uh, what's his name, ETA Prime covers. Do, do we see that going up?
2: Yes, that's man. an excellent question and I have a review coming up soon I'm not sure if it's under Embargo I don't think so mm. so I'll, I'll I'll just risk it There's a,
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say so I'm going to say nothing <laughs> I'm going to risk it
2: because I have all the respect for, for, for these guys but I don't think they would care if I talked about talked about it on you're this pitching podcast.
1: their product
2: yeah. tell them the We'll shit see out. uh but they're basically coming out with exactly what he's talking about which is basically a small form factor pc which comes with the option to add a discrete graphics card oh is that- this the
1: one that yeah. leaked uh, where it's got the dock and everything where you can plug it in oh i saw that oh, recently
2: i don't know if it's been leaked then that's good <laughs> not not the source for it but yeah, that's coming out. I I think it's on its way from Hong Kong or something. I should get it soon. And I do believe that that's going to be that could be
0: a huge market. Denver with the two the balls on this guy. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it is. It is. I I I think that the sixty eight hundred U has really sparked my interest. Like that made me want to buy a new laptop for the longest time. I have a. 2500U laptop I hate it, it's a fucking dinosaur, um, but it, it does what I needed to do from a laptop and it was the first time I looked at a laptop I was like, I want something with that in it because the battery life on that thing looks mental right I keep talking about it I want AMD to actually launch it, please
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, I, would, I would like to actually have the opportunity to review or buy this product, please, thank yes. you That Yeah, that's another thing AMD really needs to get on you know, they're yeah. They're really, really slow about getting these laptops out. It's like, you announce it, one month later, I want to go to Best Buy and have all the options. Yeah. Get on this. Um,
0: have you any information but... on when that's coming out, Celso?
2: Uh, so what are you referring to exactly? The 6,800U. The
1: 6,000 series laptops. Uh, are they going to really be a thing?
2: I think it's it's supposed to be out on the summer. I think, but that's not based on AMD information. That's based on people who buy products with with that chip. So mm-hmm. it could be wrong. Yeah, but I've already seen prototypes of it, and the performance is insane. Like you're looking at 1080p 60 with AAA games at medium, mm-hmm. which is on an integrated graphics that's unprecedented basically and if you want to sacrifice things a bit and go down to you know low uh and then uh throw in uh, fsr and things like that you you can easily go over 100 fps basically there's no limitation for you on that APU. you can play anything you want which yeah. is really awesome
1: yeah fsr2 is gonna be killer on that thing and imagine that a 15 watt all-in-one thing can play all the games. This was,
2: this was at 35 watts.
1: Yeah, that would be the uh, the H, but the, the GPU portion on the U series is like 100 megahertz slower.
0: Yeah.
1: Because you don't need eight cores, so it can steal a crap ton of power from the CPU and dump it all into the GPU hmm. for gaming. Is- but uh, yeah, to, to answer Denver's question, yes, there's a huge market for that and the ability to upgrade the graphics later. It, especially if it's simple and it comes with like a dock that you just plug the damn thing into. Yes, this is, uh, that's gonna be a monstrous market because yeah. mm-hmm. people, people want small and power efficient or stupid huge like 600 watt graphics cards. People in the middle are and, getting pretty screwed.
2: And there's, uh, uh, he specifically mentioned mini PCs and we kind of went in the direction of laptops. There's a, uh, you have a lot more headroom with those mini PCs when it comes to uh, to the efficiency, to how much power you can use. Mm-hmm. And I think there are tools that you can use to unlock the, the limits on it. So you can push it up to 75 watts or something like that, which is which is pretty cool. You can do it I from that...
1: uh, the Ryzen Master, I think.
2: Mm. And if you look at the numbers on ETA's videos, the interest definitely seems to be there.
0: Mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah sorry i'm i'm getting um uh messages re- referring to the stuff we're talking about and i can't say a, a, a bloody thing so anyway <laughs> um uh I, I basically somebody told me when the stuff is coming out <laughs> I mean, you can blurt it out uh, i mean uh, yeah uh, it's already in channel anyway um
1: Denver just paid five to skip ahead. He said, "Part two of that question uh, is: Do you think that the price of these niche products uh, will go down after mass production? So I guess the real question is: Do you think they'll ever hit mass production?
0: Yeah, they I think have.
2: The to. prices are already pretty low. <sighs> like, you can get these mini PCs starting. Is that what he was? Talking basically,
1: about? basically, yeah. He's like, I yeah, no. can
2: get them from for like." uh 400 bucks for a bare bones so if you already have the the storage and stuff like that you can get them pretty cheap I don't think they'll ever be mass products
1: uh the elite mini b550 that's the one that I was thinking of it's on mini forums homepage because they actually have another one here that's pretty damn is that
2: like 500 bucks or something
1: uh come on but it was like one of those banner things that you know normally you don't want to watch those but i do so where's the back button on your banner Um, how much money are you i think it was like 600 i'm going um just the bare bones kit without all the stuff it's actually that can't be saying 319. so if you want to talk about cheap Oh, that's without a CPU. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, Perfect. I was like, "How is this that cheap?" Okay, because uh, it uses a uh, 5700 G, so I guess you could just add in your own CPU if you wanted. Uh, it's 599 with a 5700 G or 499 with a 4700 G. So that's no RAM, no SSD though. Yeah. Um, which always buy your own RAM; it's just always cheaper.
2: Yeah, no. Um, I think the the market for these things is going to be very. Uh, polarized like you can find something at $500 and it's going to give you one tier of performance, something at a thousand dollars, like a huge jump for the next tier, and then you have to go into the 2000 range to get like a, a beast of a machine at a small form factor, or you couldn't spend four thousand dollars. so and get uh, the next question is from Tech M1 Ultra. Uh,
0: is it going to take? Uh, a crypto drought for a couple of years to bring the big three manufacturers to their need to their senses at the moment it looks like intel is one with the best head on their shoulders or do you think the other one is and in heart this war in ukraine certainly has had an effect um what do you guys think on crypto drought bringing the companies to their need to their senses
1: you want to take that one first mine's pretty quick
2: (laughs) um you mean me yeah yeah um i i i I don't think mining is going away to be honest i think it's still profitable and i think it's still going to be profitable enough that people will keep the mining rigs around so I don't. I'm not sure if that's going to to be a thing.
0: Um, I've I follow crypto guys just as a thing that I do. Um, just to kind of just people who mine, and they're already talking about selling their GPUs. They're talking about whether they're going to sell them, like now or in a month's time, or when they're going to sell them. They're doing polls on their live streams, and they're already talking about selling. So. I think the most recent was like 60 or 70% of people were unsure whether they are going to sell their GPUs, but like 25% were talking about selling their GPUs. So I think the big mining firms in China or wherever they are, they're probably not going to sell, but the guys sitting it with a shed full of GPUs, they're probably going to sell their GPUs.
2: I mean, sure, that could be the case, but um, I'm not sure if the impact of those people in a shed is big enough to affect the market compared to the big farms
0: these are guys with hundreds of thousands of subscribers also like they have an in their thing they're they're polling people and they're getting thousands of responses so these people ha- all have more than one GPU anyway <laughs> you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's not it's not as big as as i said the guy with a warehouse right but there's people with a few hundred a few thousand GPUs in some cases and they're still small mm-hmm. compared to these big guys well, yeah, you know, if you don't least.
1: have tens of millions of GPUs, you're small. So, I mean, <laughs> it's not not that hard to figure out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, the whole crypto thing is relevant. The Pri- higher prices are here to stay. These yes. guys learned a lot, a lot of lessons. That that's ultimately the question he's asking. Yeah. Um, Yes, things are going to go up. No, they didn't learn anything. Well, they did. They learned a lot, but it's not good. Yeah. And uh, yes, Intel is probably going to continue to look like the good guy until they win. Then they're going to be the bad guy again. And then AMD is going to have to become the good guy. NVIDIA is always the bad guy. And they're always going to push the envelope. It's just that simple. Everybody's going to play their role. AMD and Invi- Intel will flip-flop. NVIDIA is going to go off in the woods and do whatever the hell they want.
0: What they're going to do next generation rounds, they're going to retest the envelope with a new lineup of SKUs and they're going to see how far they can push pricing and then they're going to give you normal prices like normal ish prices for the lower end stuff and and then they will keep trying to push those envelopes higher push those things up um they and if if they get full commitment from the enthusiast that two two grand is fine for a gpu that two grand's here to stay forever you're not getting
1: it, they're going three i'll, it, I'll put almost same amount of money three thousand dollars will be the top tier at, at the minimum, minimum three thousand. What do you think, sells so
0: for the pricing of next generation GPUs? Are there any guesses um, for the
1: fifty ninety Ti? How much?
0: Well, I'm I'm not
2: sure, but it seems that like their strategy is, like you were saying, establish a ceiling. You know, you can compare this to, you know, a bunch of other markets. Let's say guitars you know electric guitars you can buy a gibson or a fender guitar Mm -hmm. and it's going to cost you two thousand dollars and then they have a range that's made in mexico and it costs like seven hundred dollars and then they acquired squire in the case of fender and they sell you an off-brand for three hundred dollars but the ceiling has stayed the same and it kept going up until they got to a point where you know this is what what it costs to get this brand at this level, yeah. it seems to to me that that's what AMD and NVIDIA are doing. Let's see how far yeah. we can go, as you guys were saying, and then, and then when they hit that ceiling, then that's what you gotta pay mm-hmm. to stay at the at the top end. What that ceiling is, I don't know. I think three thousand seems crazy high. You could I could see three thousand for. Uh, a special edition a titan something. no like that.
1: Re- remember that they had the 3090 not ti special edition five thousand dollars so they already have the data mm. they, they already know be. depending on how well that's sold whether five thousand is even doable mm. so that's why i'm saying it's not outside the realm of possibility that they both say 5gs
0: yeah it, it's
1: a real thing they did this this is a real product that came out yeah. so they know how many people are willing to pay that
0: I don't want to get the mixy tea thank you for the five pounds uh, i think the 5800 x3d looks interesting but as far as uh buying a cpu if you stay AM4, the 5900 x is bare uh, by by i think it's by far the better deal yeah 100 percent dude yes yeah, yep.
1: all right you you want to just bang these out quick yeah yeah quick 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 all right, we'll do short responses. Uh, so this is from Nathan. How long do you think that it will take for mini PCs with a 6900H or handheld, uh, or 6800U to come out? Okay, so basically he was tailing there. Uh, the, the mini PCs, end of the year earliest, and laptops hopefully, like, like Celso said, summer. So mm-hmm. June, that'd be my guess. Yeah.
0: Paul now knows, so he can't say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, what Chris said. <laughs> Um, so uh, will we do do you want to add anything, Celso? We move on, no, okay. Uh, so Joe, question from Rising Can you draw more hair on your head and keep it on until next stream? No, no, man, I'm going bald. I've accepted it. I normally shave my head, haven't done it in a while, but.
1: Uh how about this one? Because we're gonna need a fun goal on on the next stream. If we hit 300, Paul will have to draw hair on his head. How about that? <laughs> nothing permanent, nothing impermanent. Uh, I'll draw big,
0: <laughs> lovely curls on my head. Get the orange. If we hit
1: 500, I'll, I'll draw the red hammer on my forehead. Okay, <laughs> there we go. That's the next one.
0: Um, you getting like a next question or?
1: Uh, yeah, I I keep getting them in here. Yeah, uh, blah 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 blah. Ryzen's, I couldn't find anything interesting and department question to ask blah, blah, blah. Okay, so we're gonna skip that. So this is from Denver. Um, Would you pick up uh, the Nvidia Orin, which we talked about before the 12 core 24, whatever, for $400 and use it for Linux gaming or would it have to be really cheap? I mean, that is pretty damn cheap for what those things are. Uh, It's heavily marked up due to being an enterprise device and all the rest of that. I think three hundred ninety nine for something like that's actually fine uh, like yeah. we just said, but I think that minis form thing that we're talking about that's really kind of the way go.
0: can I just say I agree with with this is I said this in my video today and I agree with this uh, from Ivan uh, I can tell you only a few people in my community got a thirty ninety TI because two thousand was too much, so there is a wall there I completely agree with that I think that i've I know the numbers. <laughs> yeah but
1: 3090 ti don't count if the 3090 ti was 50 percent faster how many of your people would have bought it that's what we're
0: talking about well that's that's a good question but as i said there is there is seems to be a heart like these lunatics would buy that and then sell it next time around and buy another you make the same argument about CPUs. these people just don't care and they're there to spend as much money as they can i think these lunatics i think lunatics have a price a top price if they, they've already got a 3090 they're not going to spend two grand for this one and maybe maybe the that argument stands to say maybe they'll sell their 3090 and buy this, the lunatic product for three grand but i always felt like three grand was was a bit too much when there is no mining boom i think 2000 was nvidia saying we there has... are
1: two thousand dollar motherboards mainstream yeah. level motherboards people buy these otherwise they would not exist i'm just putting it that way two thousand dollar motherboards yeah it's a real thing
2: Mm, but that's a niche product I think you, with a GPU you have to still make it volume uh, like, you don't need volume on the Halo product I say you could sell
1: 1000 Halo products and, and mm. there you go, you're done I mean, it's just yeah, an I enterprise mean, level chip
2: it's definitely possible for that to be a 5000 dollar product but I don't think that what's, that's what the top tier will be, I think the product still has to be I don't, attainable. I don't know it's... Yeah, not attainable. Maybe aspirational. Like you... In the sense that you have to be able to aspire to get it if you save a few... For a few months or something like that. If it gets to a point where you, you're like, I'm never going to be able to afford that, I think then you've you've popped the bubble you can't. You then you've crossed the you've the broken line. the
0: fantasy right you've broken the fantasy yeah. of owning it yeah. well, well that, that's what the ADTI
1: is this is what we talked about this before the ADTI is going to be heavily cut down but it's going to be in the realm of possibility but then you can have the stratosphere so you know 20 30 faster you know three times the money we already see that that's a thing so but it has to be faster enough to where you might consider it. But what you do is you just don't sell a lot of ADTIs because it's the third cut-down SKU, so there's just not going to be a lot of them. So it's like, yeah, you can get this card. It's 75% the performance, one-third the price. But you can't find them because mm. they're all sold out because that's... that's a good deal.
2: One thing's for sure. We're all going to be watching NVIDIA's presentation and we're all, gonna, we're all going <laughs> to fall for the marketing that spiel that he's going to have. And we're going to be, oh, that's actually not as bad as what I thought. Yeah, And then a few months later that he the the whole the whole plan unveils yeah. and there's uh, something way more expensive
0: yeah there was really silly boogers at that press event right there was a whole lot of silly boogers being played at that one uh, yeah yeah uh Paid no attention
1: to the man behind the curtain
0: <laughs> uh, yeah this is from Charpy. uh this one is for chris uh we've been testing linux as a replacement for windows for gaming for for a little while now um uh, do you think that uh, with some time Linux could become a serious choice or competitor rather than something to tinker with for people wanting to choose OS or dual boot Windows Linux uh, because yeah. become became more common?
1: Yeah, I, I want to hear Celso's thoughts on that as well. But uh, yeah, no, we're, we're almost there. There's only two things that need to happen before Linux could, in my opinion, could just completely eliminate uh, Windows for gaming for gaming. Now, obviously you need to get productivity software as well. So then that would be three things. So, all right, let's just say the three things that need to happen. Precast shaders automatically downloaded. So you don't have the micro stutters like I showed in my video today. Completely eliminates that from being a problem. Games run just as well as Windows, maybe better. Uh, You have better compatibility on Linux too, by the way, especially for older stuff. Um, They do need to get Wayland up to speed with VRR. VRR on Linux right now, I don't wanna go into it, but it's, it's not the best there's a fix on the way that needs to happen. And then number three would be the productivity <laughs> software that's Windows only would need to be made natively. So this way you don't lose performance because people in Adobe like to say time is money and four minutes is a bigger deal than five minutes. Personally, I'd say just walk away for the extra minute, but that's just me. Um, but yeah, so if those three things happen, Windows has no reason, no, nobody really needs that for a home machine anymore.
0: So we're really close. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so. I think the next generation of hardware could really help with the shader caching issue. Mm. So that's one thing that could, that could improve that. Um, the, I, I agree. And I mean, you can't have, you, you've <sighs> got to have a good experience when you run, when you make the switch. If you switch to Linux and then you run your favorite game and it doesn't run, and that happens a lot with competitive uh, shooters and things yes. like that. Yeah. Then it, it it's going to leave a bad taste in your mouth, and you're going to be, nah, this is, this isn't for me. So I think they really need to fix that that problem with the whole what's it called the anti-cheat software.
1: Steam already fixed it. It's already in Lutris. Oh, they so have. There's a there's a button you click it and boom done. Yeah. So it's already oh, fixed. Okay. Yeah.
2: Oh cool, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, uh, Apex Legends was one of the big ones and like that just came out. Um, Chris Titus Tech, uh, I referenced it in one of my videos. Uh, The community actually already made a shader pack so you don't get any of the micro stutters either. I'm like, look at this, look at this. The community's already fixing it. Steam's already implementing it. Uh, It's just, it's gonna take time. It's just gonna take a little bit of time but I'd say we're no more than a year or two away from all of these things being resolved. And then you're gonna be looking at Windows going, why would I ever consider using you? except for like somebody like uh, Connor, who's like, well, I only want to use Adobe Suite. But then you have a 256 gig SSD in there and then you just keep Windows on there, you run what you need to run, and then you go back to Linux. That's basically what I'm doing right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that could be a good option. I mean, Microsoft, like I said in my video, is doing everything they can to push people off of their operating system. Yes! <laughs> I, yeah. I don't understand really how, how dumb they are. It's insane. So that in combination with linux getting that uh, that good as you're mentioning mentioning yeah i think it's definitely going to be probably the main platform for people if they just want to game
1: mm. Get game
0: surf the internet normal people stuff yeah yeah mm tech max power pause sneezing rona around the place lol um i i took a test today i don't have rona turns out i i seem to be touch wood immune to rona i can't get it right I, my daughter's had it twice my wife's had it i don't seem to be able to get it but um the common cold loves me fucking loves me that's
1: probably why because your body's so used to fighting it off because uh coronavirus is like cousins with the common yeah, cold so yeah.
0: um so uh you've got a, a I'm question. all I'm all tapped out. Okay, so uh so uh, Meatball says, "Do you guys think that GPU shortage in recent years has hampered game development?" Or no, h- hindered, cons- sorry.
1: Con- consoles kept going and we've seen UE5, so mm-hmm. I'd
0: say no. Yeah. What do you think, Saul?
2: No, it doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Uh, and also, games take so long to develop now that, uh, you know.
0: Yeah, and then everyone's memeing on him. So then he goes, "I've been drinking. Leave me alone." Because he's not. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's fine. It's a fair question. No, it's not about the question. It's about the spelling in the question. Because apparently, they, yeah, they're grammar Nazis in this in my Discord. Um. Yeah and spelling nazis uh, then uh denver says do you think amd is d- going to launch a 7900 xt with th- 32 gigabytes of ram still at 256 bit bus but using four gigabyte modules considering the latency may be worse but on hbm but bandwidth and uh, board compa- complexity being uh, as being so much better uh with four gigabyte uh, hbm 2e equivalents to 12 uh chips of gddr6 x um what do you guys think no i don't oh. think it's gonna be hbm no. no
1: it's not i mean i said that i would like that but yeah. it, no it's no, not gonna happen he
0: was more asking do you think it's gonna be 32 gigabytes of GDDR using four gigabyte modules
1: I still think it's going to be 384 bit and they'll go 24 gig.
2: What do you mm. I mean could be at the very top end 32 gigabytes. Not sure why why they would go that high.
1: Cuz they have to be better than Nvidia. N- Nvidia will be 24. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
2: yeah, I mean could be, but I don't see I don't see a reason to go that high.
1: Because you can't charge more than Nvidia,
2: even if you're faster. They just to to
1: charge maximum value, they're gonna have to have as much, if not more, memory than it.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna do a thirty-two gigabyte one. I've taught it from day one that they're gonna go to thirty-two gigabytes. So I'm not gonna change my good feeling. It's not based on anything I've heard or talked to anybody about, but. Um... I just have a good feeling that they're going to go, there's going to be a SKU with 32 gigabytes of RAM. I don't know why I feel that way. Um, I, I've been looking and basically scouring the internet, trying to find ways that they would do it. Um, Four gigabyte modules make sense. Put it, Or putting it on the back like Nvidia did.
1: You know, we're thinking about this from the wrong angle. It just hit me just now. So we're thinking about this like, okay, they're going to have the fastest GP in the world because I think all three of us agree that they have a good shot at that. Uh, to to beating uh, Nvidia, maybe even across the board, and then I'm thinking about it from they have to match or have more. This is what rational people would do. AMD, however, would charge more with less RAM because mm-hmm. they don't know what they're doing. So 16 gigs, I'm changing it because that's something AMD would do.
2: But <laughs> <The>, uh, <laughs> uh, full the the full gigabyte mod modules have they be are they around already?
0: Yeah, yeah, they're they're a thing they're only in data center stuff i
1: think at the moment um they've been out for a while though so prices should be going down
0: yeah,
2: yeah uh, i don't know i'd have to think about that
0: think about it right um what you know those a a 6000s or whatever they're 48 gigabytes of ram 12 times 4 equals 48 right so they they're using those on those cards yeah, it's You always mean
2: the, the NVIDIA Enterprise one? Yes,
0: yeah. So it's, it's Yeah, already... but
2: for a gaming product, I don't see... I mean, yeah, I agree. There's the marketing angle you have. And for a lot of people, the higher number sells helps them make a decision. But still, 32, how are you going to justify that, the, the expense of that?
0: With the higher price... <laughs> you yeah, I was going to say, it's $3,000 $3, it graphics, well, it graphics card. could even $2,000 graphics card, $2,000 graphics card. It's 300, 300 bucks worth of memory, 400 bucks max worth of memory, right?
2: Mm. You make yeah, 500 bucks Nvidia, more. If you ask me if NVIDIA is going to do that, yeah, sure. But <laughs> NVIDIA segments the market in a way where that, that number makes a lot of sense. AMD doesn't seem to do that. They seem to release fewer products. With the expectation of selling them, all all the ones they make, even the sixty nine hundred XT, yeah. is a product that they're selling a lot of, yeah. especially here in Europe. A thirty two uh, gigabyte GPU doesn't seem like something AMD would do. I could be completely wrong on that, but based on the the history of launching GPUs, it doesn't seem like the sort of thing they would they would do.
0: Well, here here's my here's my analogy. My amd is gonna launch navi 31 which is probably gonna be two full fat dies right and it's gonna be the fury unicorn lightning piss you know you know shin kicker edition whatever it's gonna be and that could have thirty-two gigabytes of RAM, right? And it, it's 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 their new Halo product. They've made a Halo product because they want that Halo product, like like Nvidia has, right? And then and then you got the cut down version of sixteen gigabytes of RAM, and that's for the that's for the people that are not lunatics. But it, that's the one that mm-hmm. they're going to try and sell a lot of skews up, like you say, right? And and then and and then you got you to because they made the the first precedent for this now they're going to cut it down even further and sell you a third product right and then they're going to sell navi uh 20 32 which will probably still have 256 bit bus and probably still have 16 gigabytes of ram right and then you go down to the 8 gigabytes of ram or the 16 whatever the way they're going to do that maybe they're going to use four gigabyte modules again and it's going to be 16 i don't know but and maybe i'm wrong about the two maybe it's only it's it's only got 12 uh, you know uh six uh dims on the on the navi 32 part so maybe it's 24 gigabytes of ram or something i don't know but there there's there's room to cut the cookie here for for in for um amd and i think that they're going to try and do the segmentation thing they have to try because they're not going to want it the packaging is not cheap on this thing selling two pieces of five nanometer silicon is not going to be cheap you know like even though there there's an awful lot of cost saving going on by chopping those things up into small smaller dies they're gonna want to try and uh go for that halo skew as well i think to put nvidia into the bu- its box and if they're gonna do that they're gonna do it by selling ram sales graphics cards i'm sick that's my mantra ram sales graphics cards <laughs> right the, the 3060 does not have 12 gigabytes of ram because it needs it it has it because it will sell more graphics cards <laughs> that's, well, a, plan no, and, that's plain true. and simple
1: yeah. you can't have the world's fastest graphics card without having the most ram yeah it's just that simple you, no matter what you you do you have to have at least match the other guy you can't have less ram and the faster graphics card uh nvidia can pull that off but amd sure as shit can't
0: mm. yeah so that's my feelings on that. That's my questions, dude. If you want to wrap it up, Kirk, Chris, because I have to go to bed. <laughs> All
1: right. So Paul's about to pass out on us. Uh, first off, Tech Max Power, thank you for the one pound it. I love the stealth ones. Love you guys for that. Uh, and I want to thanks also for joining us. It's great chat, man. I, I really enjoyed this. And yeah, you should come on more. Just be like, hey guys, what are you doing this weekend? Can I join? Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to say no.
0: You can join us. <laughs> you can join us for our singing competition
1: there you go actually he'd probably beat the crap out of both of us on that one yeah. uh <laughs> but uh all righty, guys if you enjoyed this sort of stuff and you want to chat with us throughout the week you can go ahead and click the little join button down below that does give you access to the singing competition which will be a members only thing uh i'm actually going to be putting up a members only video as well if you guys are interested in the linux stuff basically i recorded start to finish it was one big video and i chopped it up for youtube because Nobody wants to see an hour's worth of footage, but if you want to see the whole testing thing, that's going to be on mine. Paul is always in his Discord chatting with everybody. I'm always in mine chatting with you guys as well. So if you want to join the community, join button down below gets you to both of us, You can join either of us individually if you like one of us better than the other for some reason. It's kind of a dick move, but you can do that. Uh, (laughs) And we have Patreon down below if you'd rather go that route. We get more of that money, so we actually prefer it that way. Uh, But yeah, that's really all I got. All the shillings out of the way. We both have videos today. If you haven't seen those, go watch those. And if you haven't seen Celso's video, you're dead to me. And Go watch it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna press this button to stop recording i'll stop streaming bye 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 right, denver thank you for the two only fans of apple <laughs>